7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And uh, just for all those Trump uh, supporters out there who uh, thought Trump was going to get the Nobel. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Oh, poor guys. Although, Trump's already flip-flopping on whether or not the uh, <laughs> the summit's going to happen because Kim Jong-un paid him some kind of stupid compliment. <laughs> These people suck. <laughs> um, so uh, maybe those w- shitty-looking coins from the, the White House gift shop won't go to waste after all. Anybody, anyway, welcome back to the program, of course. Uh, Joe Santorza, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hello, sir. Oh, those coins are going to waste. <laughs> believe, oh. <laughs> believe me, <laughs> believe me. So you're saying the designer is going to be feeling sad? Hello, darkness, my old friend. Yeah. <laughs> They're on no sale for 19.99 right now. Five dollars. That's discount. right, five dollars off. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> you, know, you know the chance of those ever seeing the light of day? Uh, yeah. And of course, Rain from Four Freedoms <laughs> Blog in Washington D.C. You can head on down to the gift shop and uh, buy some of those without paying the nine dollars shipping that they are charging online. I know I could, but I no. <laughs> Just if they were a nice design, maybe. But they're a shitty design. And are you saying you're not going to go down? <laughs> go down on just, what? Just going to ask you to get me. There's a bunch. very few things that go down on these days. Joe. Oh well, please, well, we had to get see, in the gutter already. <laughs> see, and it's not five minutes into the show. Wow, my job. Metals, metals. Wow. And, it's that's tin. That's not even gold. It isn't tin. <laughs> Base metal, pop metal. I'm telling you, rain doesn't uh, go down for tin. See, there you go. And, and now when that, I talk about going down, I mean going down to the White House gift shop, which is only about two point two miles away from my house. See, there you go. Yeah. And now there's going to be some sad, lonely uh, uh, clerk in the in the White House gift shop that's not going to see you. Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I recently rewatched the 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 remix season of season three of Arrested Development or season four, yeah, season four, I think, um, of Arrested Development, and they they abused and abused that uh, Simon and Garfunkel line quite a bit in the in the show, and it was funny. So anyway, uh, yeah, a lot of stuff going on, and apparently some news broke right before we went on air. Uh, Rain, uh, what's this about Julian Assange? Evidently, Julian Assange, and Joe disputes the source, which we're good, we're cool, mm-hmm. but Julian Assange is ready to meet with um, Adam Schiff. Oh. 
Hello, this comes on the heels. My old friend. <laughs> Go ahead. This comes, this comes on the heel. There was another report today that, um, yeah, Ecuador has pretty much had enough of him. <laughs> yeah, I think they're they... really, really getting close yeah. to like, dude. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that because Airbnb. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Is like, you know, seriously, how long can he stay there? And you know, you know, he has to be an irritating roommate too, right? Yeah, and that's what his his. It's like you know, it's like a a forty year old living with his parents. Oh, really? (laughs) Well, about that. Or uh, get out of the house already. Or Uh, a thirty year old. uh, I am a millennial. Yes. There's a teaser for later in the show, gang. Uh, but it's, yeah. it's, it is really interesting because there have been rumors in the past. I mean, we, we've talked about how Ecuador cut off his internet access. Mm. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> but, but you know, they're like, they're done with him. And this is after Ecuador, in other reports, have gotten all that they needed from him. Oh, they I did. see. They got what they needed from him regarding, you know, a whole bunch of different things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was actually talking to Bob, who will be on the show later, I think, uh, yes. at dinner, that originally when when Assange, you know, went to the, you know, went to the Ecuadorian embassy, it was because, oh, you know, the Swedes, they want to get me for rape and the British want to extradite me to the U.S. And it was about rape. Mm-hmm. That was four or five years ago. Yeah. Well, now I don't think the United States cares about rape. They care about the Russian investigation. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I find that kind of funny. Yeah, I, mean, I think because rape is not funny, by the way. No. I mean, meow, what me, is funny, funny? What is funny is meow goodness uh, in English. Assange equals whole of the ass. <laughs> so. Oh, well, uh, I did yeah. not know that. <laughs> what I was. What I was yeah. saying at the beginning is that Melber's reporting is based on Randy Credico, who, if anybody doesn't know Randy Credico, he has a radio show in New York, and uh, he's a failed stand-up comic. And he's had some relationship with Assange, but it's been, like, shaky, oh. and him and Stone are going at it. Now, I'm not saying there isn't anything to this, Rain, because there is some movement against Stone with Mueller. Mm-hmm. And Stone himself expects to be indicted. Indicted, right. And and if Assange is going to get cut loose by, by the Ecuador embassy, it stands to reason he might want to make a plea deal Yeah. Uh, here in the United States. I'm not, but I'm just saying Credico is such a clown. And he's been all over the place. Uh, I want to. I want to believe it, but well, Adam Schiff didn't say this, did he? No, Adam Schiff didn't say this. I mean, I. This is the thing. I. I'm not saying that I don't believe you at all, but I do believe the fact that this Credico guy saying that Assange wants to meet Schiff. That's still news. Well, we'll see. We'll see. You know, if if yeah. it if it comes to pass, you know, I you heard it, it here first, or well, you heard That's it here. That's right. A few, second, second, <laughs> second third, after, fourth. After after people heard it on Twitter, 
Yeah. After Ari Melber. All right. Yeah. You heard it here last. Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> you mean we, we don't get the Pulitzer for this? <laughs> no, no. Oh, wait. Let's, we'll award ourselves the Pulitzer. <laughs> there. We'll, Everybody's we'll, saying we should I'm have it anyway. for the Nobel Peace Prize. But we, get a, we get a NOCO uh, badge. <laughs> I don't know. A lot of people are saying that this show should get the Pulitzer Prize. Yes, yeah. Uh, a lot of people. I would say. I wouldn't say that. Many people. Say that. Yes, but many yeah. people say that. And many people are saying. Many people saying Mike Flynn's Twitter account was hacked by Jack Daniels earlier today. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if anybody it's saw. Been, it's did been you? fun since Tuesday, right? Uh, yeah, nothing oh, really God. has happened. Um, Tuesday we had the summit coming up. Yeah. Now it's canceled. It was like a like one of those letters that the girls write to the boys. Yeah. Yeah. Like breaking some, up with you. It's Please like don't shoot me. Darkness, my old friend. Don't shoot me. Thing was really dark because. <laughs> well, you know like that dude. Kids. That dude down in, in Santa Fe, Texas. Yeah. Sum it on, sum it off. Sum it on, sum it off. Well, just uh, real, real quick, I don't know if anybody saw this, but uh, Michael Flynn um, ha- uh, sent out a tweet. <laughs> it was a picture it's of... Michael Flynn who's, who pled guilty? Yeah. Not his son? Uh, not Michael Flynn Jr. Michael Flynn Jr. ran to daddy's defense. Uh, but this happened uh, earlier today, um, and I think early this morning. Probably still drinking hours is what I'm assuming. Um <laughs> And he tweeted out a picture of Huma Abedin and Hillary Clinton, and in between them, Harvey Weinstein. And oh, dear. and the text on it is DGFFFCF. <laughs> and and uh, and then his son uh, put FYI at Jen Flynn Twitter account was hacked this morning. Currently addressing. And I just went on, I went on and responded oh. to Mike Flynn Jr. And I said, uh, yeah, many people are saying it was hacked by Jack Daniels, um, which, um, yeah, it's pretty fun. So, uh, but yeah, so Mike. Mike <laughs> he, wait, let me, please bear with me. Sure. <laughs> Mike Flynn, the guy who pled guilty, yeah, tweeted out a picture of Hillary Clinton and Huma Abedin with Harvey Weinstein with random letters. Yes, D G F F F C F. Oh, so he was drunk. He probably only was able to figure it out um, on how to post a picture, and then fell asleep drunk on his keyboard because the G G C and F are all very close together. So that's probably where his beak landed right there. I'm looking at my keyboard. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) beak. Yeah. Beak or one of his flippers, um, and uh, so yeah. So he uh, obviously uh, his son, you know, obviously saw it before his dad woke up out of his drunken stupor. And uh, you maybe know. dad should have given him his account password so he could have deleted it. Well, he did. Somebody deleted it. So, but it was like twenty uh, minutes after it was posted. Uh, but as of course, screenshots are forever. Uh, but it was liked by 1.2 thousand people. 1.2 thousand people <laughs> loved DGFFFCF. Uh, you know, I noticed he didn't tweet out the picture of Harvey Weinstein. He didn't uh, tweet out the picture of Harvey Weinstein with uh, Jared Kushner and uh, uh, Ivanka. Yeah, 
Yeah, or Donald Trump. Kofefe. Kofefe. Yeah, have there been pictures of uh, Weinstein with uh, Trump? Yes. Oh, go get out of town. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so (laughs) somebody else responded with the picture of him at the the Kremlin dinner, which was awesome. Uh, Mm. So so it was was pretty funny. Uh, But yeah, his Uh, uh, his son was a... a, There's some late news on that Assange story. Oh, okay. Adam Schiff has just given a response. Did he really? Yes. He said, and I quote, Our committee will be willing to interview Julian Assange when he is in U.S. custody. Not 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 before. Nice. Wow. Come on, Ecuador. Let's get this ish going. Just hand him over. We'll talk to him. (laughs) <laughs> no immunity. Everybody will talk to him. No immunity. So, um, so anyway, um, let's uh, yeah. So let's go ahead and get into some uh, some news here. Of course, I don't know if anybody has heard this, but uh, we we talked about it on the show before. But ZTE, that Chinese telecom company uh, that mm. was uh, having problems, well, Trump just now has decided, yes, we are going to bail out ZTE, everybody. So, are they sanctions? Um, it, it, yeah, they're they're lifting they're lifting sanctions, and basically oh. by lifting the sanctions, it's going to harm um, uh, American farmers. Oh, and how, do we know how much uh, Michael Cohen got to, for that? consulting mm, I don't know. Mm. It would be interesting to find mm. out. It so, I guess Michael, we will. Michael Cohen was involved with ZTE? No, but I'm just thinking, yeah. no. every time we lift a sanction, he gets money. I don't know. Yeah, see? Right. Look at that. Just, so, uh, but no. Anyway, we're, uh, but, uh, uh, so yeah, so here we go. This is Neil Cavuto with a, some uh, doofus named Scott Martin. Who uh, sits on down at Wall Street, you know, with the ticker behind him and everything, and uh, this is their take on on this, and a very calm and measured, uh, might I add. We're getting word that a, a deal uh, to keep ZTE around, that is the Chinese telecom company around, uh, has been scored. Uh, details are a little bit sketchy, but what it would involve is the United States uh, backing up this company, making sure that it didn't go out of business. This was a personal request of the Chinese president to the American president to make sure it happened, with the understanding being maybe uh, even after fines and the rest, uh, the Chinese will do something for us on trade. Way too early to tell. Hasn't really moved the market one way or the other. Let's get the read from Scott Martin. Um, Scott, uh, that's what I think a lot of folks are wondering. What, what do we get out of this, right? Yeah, that's the question, Neil. I, maybe it's some American workers. I mean, maybe it is jobs in China, which probably doesn't help America too much. Uh, but, you know, who knows, man? I mean, maybe they uh, finally stop spying on us. I mean, I guess the world is an opportunity here. Um, but look, this, this is one thing in the step to, I think, Neil, getting obviously a trade deal or at least some sort of better negotiations going on with China with respect uh-huh. to trade. And also that big player in the Korean Peninsula, NOCO and Kim Jong-un with no respect co. to what they're going to do to denuclearize. So maybe this is that olive branch, which I famously talked about a couple weeks ago, and all the haters, hey guys, came out and attacked me on Twitter for saying this was a good negotiation tactic. Maybe this helps put Noco back into our corner. Maybe this helps put Noco back into our corner. I'm sorry, if you are too lazy or stupid to say North Korea and give them a cutesy little name, Noco, you're in the pocket of Noco. Wow. <laughs> that, is, that is one of the dumbest things. I mean, okay, Noco... Really? Like, mm. there's no ho, there's so ho, there's no la, 
there's all these little cute nicknames for neighborhoods and cities around the country. Yeah, we're our really country. Give a cute nickname. Yeah, our country. Yes, exactly. No, so we're going to give South North Korea a nickname, a cute little nickname like North Korea. So mm-hmm. before you know it, like, oh, everybody's going to like have boutique. Uh, yeah, so let's, little, you know, let's go down. Let's let's go down the rabbit hole here, and imagine if no President no? President Hillary Clinton just gave China a bailout for a sanctioned company who puts spyware on our phones. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the other thing that's really irritating. The reason why this company was sanctioned is because it put spyware, our State Department. Yes. Mm -hmm. I think it was the State Department. I don't know if it was State Department or the Pentagon said that this company is a threat to our security. Security. Right. Now, if Hillary Clinton did this, how many committees, special committees would have formed by tonight? Trey Gowdy would have grown an extra Adam's apple. Oh, my God. His hair would have 15 different... He'd look like he'd, his hair would look like the guy from Flock of Seagulls. <laughs> right. What, what, what did you say, Ray? I said Trey Gowdy's second ball would have dropped. Oh, <laughs> I bet it would have done that, wouldn't it? Now? Man, I got another one. <laughs> well, golly. Um, I mean, there's a reason why. Mm-hmm. This was one of the things, like, you know, I, I don't know if it was the State Department of the Pentagon, but. When, when the sanctions were put and said, you can't sell these things in the United yeah. States, it wasn't even the United States. It was to our military because it proved a threat. Yeah. Well, that here, was a good thing. I actually well, complimented something from this administration. It sure. It was a good thing. Sure. But, you know, uh, he, no he got his ego stroked. Oh God! Yeah, but Trump got his ego stroked, and he 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 is going to fulfill the promise to uh, G, um, uh, on ZTE. So here's the next one, uh, and again, look how hopeful and, and interested they are. You know, I mean, yeah, they're they're a little they're a little bit. Oh, I don't know about this, but they're pretty lenient on Trump for this. And then I'm gonna I'm gonna play something from ten years ago. Um, <laughs> But uh, but yeah, listen to this. Yeah, well, we, we definitely get a feeling that we're operating on a variety of levels here. Ooh, I find four-dimensional chill. That uh, shortly before the president, for example, had announced that he wasn't going to to stick to this June 12th date and and have the summit with the North Koreans. Uh, that he was uh, telegraphing uh, tougher trade measures against China, including uh, 25% tariffs on imports coming into this country, auto imports, and by the way, coming in from all countries. Uh, so maybe he's playing on a, a variety of fields here but this could also boomerang right it could and i think you made a good point i mean it just goes to show how fluid these negotiations are i mean how many times you know in the last couple of weeks I mean, yeah they're fluid because we're getting pissed all over <laughs> anyway we heard there's going to be no deal on zt then there is a deal and then we're going to raise tariffs here and take them off there and it's going to be 10 billion and then it's 20 and then no we're going to go to 50 billion um it just goes to show you that you have to be strategic here you have to give some push and pull and you know as well as i do i mean the best negotiations are when both players or both parties come away feeling that they got something and didn't get something and so i think we're working towards possibly that solution oh you know what oh Oh my god i don't care and you know why i don't care because neil cavuto 10 years ago 10 years ago talking about our last human president 
Barack Obama, um, and the auto bailout. Listen to him. F- listen to him about the auto bailout. About President Obama saving American jobs. We got this nice, thoughtful, introspective dialogue there with somebody else about you know. Oh well, this could be good. It might not be good, but it, maybe it's forty chess. Well, here's Cavuto in 2008 talking about the auto bailout in Obama. When the housing industry CEOs come to you and say, you know, we go under and all the ancillary businesses, the dishwasher manufacturers, the washer and dryer manufacturers, the Lowe's and the Home Depot's that vastly depend on our being alive and, and vibrant, if we go under, there's hell to pay. And then the textile manufacturer comes to you and says, if we go down, there's hell to pay. And on and on and on we go, where do you draw the line with our money? (laughs) <laughs> apparently um that's a bridge too far saving american jobs yeah no. hey but you want to bail that out somebody is international my friends yeah you you want to you want to go ahead and you know make shitty cell phones with spyware on them you know <laughs> uh well well you know that's that could be great that could be great for we, america right cavuto that there were yeah, so many Cavuto. There were so many Cavuto clips about the auto bailout, where oh, he he went please. on that same fucking screed over. And, oh, you gotta bail out the housing industry. You gotta bail out the washers and dryer manufacturers and everybody textiles. Where does it end? Why are you gonna stop spending our money? Freak, take a lozenge. Um, How about, and Mitt Romney saying, "Oh, we should have just let them go under." Oh, it, then he took credit remember for it. You remember when Romney took credit for it later? Yeah. First, he said at the time he's saying we should let them go under. That's yeah. the, you know the way of the jungle. You know the jungle works that way. You know survival of the fittest. They're not fit. Boom, they're gone. <laughs> and, and then then during the campaign, he's going, "Yep, that was all for that." Yeah. Yep. So look at, look at those automakers booming. Why are we trying so hard to save this company that has spywares on its phone? It's all because he wants to kiss the Chinese's ass because they know damn well that without the Chinese and the reason the North Korean, oh, I'm sorry, the no-co. The no-co. Don't say no-co. Don't do that. Don't, don't. The North Korea. Talks failed was because we cut out the Chinese. Yeah, this is, and this is a problem to me. I mean, I don't know. This is is a bribe to the Chinese to get the North Koreans back into the mix. You remember how? Yeah, you remember but the in thing the, is, is that we're still giving away the farm. Again, well, yeah. we're giving everything away. We're forgetting I, everything. too. Who pulled out of the PPT, uh, uh, the Pacific Partnership? TPP. Oh, I he said TPT. PPP. I, well, I don't know who pulled out. Yeah, who pulled out of the the Pacific Partnership? Right, it was Trump. He pulls yeah. us out. Now China was not part of that. I understand, but it was a whole Asian alliance. No, I think that China. No, they weren't part of it, but the, but well, the idea was it was a counterweight to China, to what well, China was doing with trade, yeah. to get all the Asian countries, all the all the Pacific Rim countries in the United States together, in a Pacific Rim agreement, to counter be a counterweight to the Chinese. Now we're trying to help the Chinese. Yeah, well, after and, we pulled out a partnership that would have been beneficial to us. And, and the thing, the thing that drives me crazy is, well, with with all that, with all the nuance and all the things that have gone on and everything, is like, you know, what was he saying on the campaign trail? 
on the campaign trail. We, you know, we got to be tough on China. They're eating our lunch. We gotta, we gotta really, really be tough on them. And now he's like, "Oh, you said something nice about me? Okay, ZTE, great. You know, you if you help us with NoCo, um, I'm sorry, I ran. I'll that. stop saying it. Stop it. Stop you. Stop it. Stop, stop it. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, so and now, I mean, his cultists, they couldn't, they couldn't care less. Remember, he would have given them not a state dinner, but a a, a, a a Big Mac or something. He'd take them to McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, how Remember funny that? how that changed, and huh? And instead, he gave them chocolate cake and a, and a trip to Mar-a-Lago. Donnie Two Scoops. There you go. And now he's bailing out. I mean, there's a, a part company of me that, that sanctioned in the United States. Yeah, there's a part of me that really understands every everything that you're saying, and I agree with it. I do. What I just cannot understand is how this man this monster is ignoring the fact that this company has spyware that this company provides a direct threat to our military yeah i this is the part that just honest god blows me like i get it he's really stupid when it comes to foreign affairs he's stupid when it comes to diplomatic relations he's stupid just dumb well yeah he's just it, it, it's all about it's all about his how he's complimented that day is how yeah. our foreign policy goes. But it, well, it, it really does put our military in deep it, danger. It puts everybody in danger. And here's the thing: yes, what what you said, Joe, is um, basically what we saw. We saw this evolve over time. You know, in the Trump campaign, and we pretty much knew it before he even ran. Is that if you say something nice about Trump, he'll say something nice about you. You know, if you're if you're willing to be a Ted Cruz and swallow your soul, um, you know, douse with mayonnaise, whole. you know, whole. yeah, swallow it whole, douse with mayonnaise, and then you get on the phone and you're like, "Can we count on your support?" You know, where your grease is just running down your face, and you know, it, and you know, it, it, so and now he's out there, he's staunch, oh, fucking staunchly defending Cruz, and Cruz is defending him, just incredible, and then. You have uh, foreign leaders who see this, and they're like, "It's that easy? That's all yeah. we have to do." Yes. You know, and people people want to accuse President Obama of going on an apology tour. You know, it, which was fake. That's a lie. What? But now we're just going on, you know, giving away the farm tour because you yeah, said you I, said I, I was exactly- pretty. That's exactly what I'm getting at, and it's really infuriating. I mean, to me, it's really, it's infuriating that, you know, you have the Democrats out there, my party, I am very happily a part of that party, talking about the problems with this. Where are the, where are the Republicans about this when it comes to national security and the ZTE thing and all of it? I mean, they they have to see what we all see. They have to see the fact that, oh, somebody gave Trump a hand job. Mm, yeah. Because really, that's what it comes down to. And I'm sorry to be great. No, just, I'm not it was sorry. it was just the tip. Tip top. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm convinced that if the Iranians just tell Trump he's handsome, and they would like to have sex with him, uh, he would give them our nukes. 
Yeah. I don't know about the Seriously. Stats, but I, I see your greater point. Well, you know, no, it, I, don't yeah, that, it, it, I don't think that Trump would because Trump is racist and he doesn't like Muslims. Well, um, Muslims, yeah. yeah, the Muslims, Muslims. Uh, anyway, we, we got to go to the break. Um, uh, but yeah, you know, uh, that that's it. Uh, the, the global community knows how to access Trump now. All you have to do to access Trump is say something nice. Well, you know, and, and that's why people like Devin Nunes, people like Diamond and Silk, people like, you know, you know, the, the Hickabilly Slanders and Corey Lewandowski's of the world. They know if you are good to him and you don't question him, he will be very good to you as much as possible. And Nunes is in a it, it, there's a there's a hookers and blow uh, lawsuit going on with uh Nunez's uh, wine company, everybody. We'll have yeah, to try Nunez and talk about that. Yeah, he has. Yeah, so after he blew the lid off a big spy scandal last night. I haven't heard from him. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the lid didn't go off far off the pot, did it? Yeah, really. So, uh, but anyway, we're going to go ahead and uh, run to the break. Um, and uh, what a lovely day it was here in Cleveland. It felt like a road trip day. If I didn't have to go to work, I would have said, Susan, let's get in the car and just drive. Um, oh. So, but it's okay. I went to work. I did the, did the nasty. <laughs> now you got a three-day weekend right now i got a three-day weekend folks so yay anyway um i just cracked my first beer of the week too so anyway we're gonna go ahead and uh, run to the break we'll be right back with lots more turn up the night right after this turn up the night with kenny pick occasionally i get a jerk like you here so thank you kennypick.com Oh, this next song is sung by Rooney. It's called Sea Monkeys. No, it's not. No, it's called Crazy Nights Last yeah, Summer. It's sung by me. sang by Rooney. Never mind. <laughs> I can we'll do it live. Too. Crazy Nights Last Summer. Drive 
Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Hey, this is Brad Friedman from Bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hey, I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are from the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they've killed Kenny, you bastard! I've had worse. It's showtime. It is showtime, and welcome back to it. And of course, joining me as always, uh, Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C. Happy Friday. Hi, happy Friday. Hi. Hi. Hello, and <laughs> and of course, Joe Zantorsis, Grand Pennsylvania, the Electric City, also heard on the Tim Cormel Show, whom I will be, uh, my pleasure to, to join you for your uh, your show this Sunday. I'm looking forward to that. Our Memorial Day extravaganza. Extravaganza! <laughs> that's, that's it. There you go. So it'll be fun. It'll yeah, be fun. Looking forward to it. Uh, and of course, uh, joining us in hour two will be one and only Bobber in DC, der Braumeister. And um, uh, I should say, der Braumeister. I got to get the, got to roll my R's. And uh, Adam Hebert will be joining us in hour three because today's towel day, everybody. He's going to talk to us about that. And we're going to have uh, Resistor Sisters will not broadcast tonight, but it will be on tomorrow. The all new episode, Movie Talk, tomorrow, 3 p.m. Eastern. And uh, I believe 
um, noon Sunday. Uh, so you oh, don't want to miss get that. Moved? Well, you always have the Saturday and Sunday times. You, you're just getting bumped because it's Tal Day. So, oh. but the podcast okay, is well. available for on demand, free free download over at my SoundCloud account. The Tal Patriarchy. So, I don't yes. know. Sorry. It, it comes yet one, but once a year, and we never know what All day right. it's going to fall on. So, so I don't know, Ken. I got to tell you something. I just post yeah. something. I'm gonna make this quick. Yeah. We had some breaking news at the top of last hour. Mm-hmm. Now y'all know that they had that special meeting yesterday. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So th- this evening, President Donald Trump's legal team wants a briefing on the classified information shared with lawmakers about the origins of the FBI investigation into Russia's. Russia's meddling of the 2016 presidential election and may take it to the Justice Department as part of an effort to scuttle the ongoing special counsel probe. Rudy Giuliani, because <laughs> he is so totally legit. That was, uh, that was my you know, opinion. Yeah, his, um, his level, we know his level of legitimacy. Zero. He told the Associated Press on Friday that the White House hopes to get a readout of the inf- information next week. Can't do it. Just keep it. Keep in mind, keep in mind that this was all in a skiff. I, I just want to yeah. put that out there. Like this was highly classified, classified stuff. So he wants a readout of the information by next week, particularly about the use of longtime government informant who approached members of Trump's campaign in a possible bid to glean intelligence on Russian efforts to sway the election. I I, I find it hard answer- to believe he hasn't gotten a readout. <laughs> I know this goes back to how you know Nunez has been so quiet. I think somebody but needs to buy point, buy him a first class ticket to the first train to fuck offville. <laughs> yeah, at this really. Point, they're not even trying to respect the rule of law. They're not even trying to respect how how you know security issues work. They're just they don't even care. Well, you know this doesn't have much to do with the show, but I find this astounding. Like Rudy says, you know. The, you know what you know what the Oval Office is now. The awful Oval Office, or the Oval Office, which I like because you know would Oval, be astounding. Oval is rotten animal ast- entrails. Yeah. Do you all find it really, really fucked up that the White House beyond belief a readout of a highly classified meeting to the I president's attorneys if they give it to him? Huh? Yeah. I'd find it fucked up if they give it to him. Yeah. yeah. Well, that hasn't happened yet. Well, I don't find well, uh, honestly, I don't find it fucked up from from these people. Uh, the in the uh, you know the, the awful Oval Office. I don't know I, you know in his attorneys and everything because they're all scumbag criminals. So for them to you know try try a shakedown like this, no no surprise. But like Joe says, They're doing it in the open though. That's yeah. the part that blows me away. Mm-hmm. But if they give it to them, we got a fucking problem. But you know what? It's like this. It's what everybody said when when Rosenstein, uh, uh, you know, acquiesced to giving them this briefing. Yeah. Is that when you're dealing with a bully, there's no satisfying a bully. Mm-hmm. And once you you give in to one thing, they're going to ask for more and more and more. And this is just a a, a, a thinly veiled attempt. Yeah. To fire. Rosenstein. They're going to push him to the point where he can't comply yeah. anymore, and they're going to fire him. Well, I, I got some. Um, I, and this is kind of murder fisty that we're talking about this, but it, it, it works well with this audio that I have from uh, 
Uh, I know, and again, I, I give this caveat every time I play audio from Joe Scarborough. I got major issues with him for how they propped up Trump. Um, and I really hate his crappy pop rock band that he tries to promote all the time. <laughs> Thank um, you. <laughs> and, um, you know, it's like, Joe, 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 you, you're not yeah. that good. No. Um, you know, no. uh, no, in, you're not. Yeah. I mean, uh, kind of make really? Nazareth look like a classical band. Um, so, uh, I don't know why I picked Nazareth. They don't sound anything like that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so, um, morning Joe. Well, Joe Scarborough had a, a few things to say, uh, all kind of related to this and uh, Mueller, Rosenstein, and everything. Um, but listen to this one. I, I love this uh, about the uh, what Giuliani said. It, Giuliani basically said the other day, it, "There's a better chance of him meeting with uh, Kim Jong Un than there is with Mueller because he's not afraid of falling into a perjury trap with North Korea." That how insane is that? Oh, so so yeah. So this is this is uh, Joe Scarborough. Joe Scarborough had a great take on that comment. When Rudy Giuliani, by the way, yesterday when asked about the summit, said, "Oh well, we may not uh, be doing the summit, but we may because Donald Trump won't be uh, entrapped." What did he say? He won't be entrapped in a a, a Korean perjury trap. I, it's amazing to me that any lawyer thinks that their client is such a liar. <laughs> the first thing that comes to mind, even when they're not talking about a criminal, a possible criminal investigation, is still obsessed with the fact that they have a client who cannot stop from lying long enough to be uh, committing perjury. Can he stop lying, Rudy? Can't do it. No, he can't. So, uh, because he, his credibility is zero. Say it again, right? Sorry. It cannot be said enough mm-hmm. that Rudy... Rudy's I, not that you can make it much better, but he's really making it worse for Trump. These are not the actions or the words of people who really believe that they're innocent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, and that I just I feel like we need to say that every day. Yeah, Their it's actions, only a perjury trap if you're going to commit perjury. Yes, yeah. I, I mean, I mean, this idea that Mueller's going to catch him in something. Are you telling the truth? Why would you yes. even say that? What's why the would problem? You, right. Why would you even say that? You know, the uh, wh- wh- why wouldn't you say the president has nothing to hide? He'll be vindicated if he meets with uh, Mueller. He's basically saying Mueller is smarter and more honest than Trump, and we're worried right. about yes. that. He, Trump and will work honestly, better with shallow dictators. Huh? I'm sorry. Uh, Trump will work better with shallow dictators, is what he's that's, saying. That's the other part that's amazing to me. I mean, there's two things here. First off, I haven't heard this kind of stuff from any of his lawyers beforehand, where the perjury trap and all this stuff. Rudy Giuliani is basically saying he's guilty. And what you just said, yeah. Ken, is really, really important. It's really important. I, I can lie with, you know, I can lie with the dictator. And get away with it. And have. Yes. Yeah, he's used to having fleas. Lays with the dogs all the time. So This is not the actions of, of a person who is... And the person who is representing him. These are not the actions, actions of innocent people. This is yeah. so infuriating to me. And it's getting worse. Like every... You know, we do the show Tuesday and Friday. And 
Oh, it's like, okay, it gets worse every few days between shows. Mm-hmm. It's really getting bad. Am I? Am, is it You're, me? Am I just having one of those days? Oh, it's where... not just you. It is not just you. Um, <laughs> so let's listen to the next one. Um, the next clip from Joe Scarborough. Uh, this is him talking about um, uh, John Kelly and his lawyer wanting to sit in on, on the, the meeting yesterday mind-blowing stuff even some republicans by the way yesterday just so you know were taken aback by this constitutional breach lindsey graham told pbs that it's a bit odd if the president's lawyer is there i'd like to know why as would we in the statement the white (laughs) house said neither chief kelly nor mr flood actually attended the meetings but did make brief remarks before the meetings uh, started to relay the president's desire for as much openness as possible (laughs) under the law they also convey the president's understanding of the need to protect human intelligence services. No, too late. Too late. Too late. It's too late because the president's recklessness has exposed the identity of, of, of somebody that has helped the intel community for years now. Yeah, there's that little matter. So, yeah. uh, Why was John Kelly there? Um, from my understanding, what I heard today was that Kelly and the attorney, whose name I don't recall, and I really don't care. Emmett Flood. There we go. Flood. Um, so uh, yeah. the, the, apparently Emmett. they were there and gave um, opening statements, but weren't there for the actual briefing. Which, why even, why do they have to give statements? Yeah, Why? intimidation that's my feeling yeah that's the that's the only logical reason i can think of because you know you know somebody somebody made it a comment about that and they said that was that was trump's middle finger to the given day about i only republicans and then they had to give in and let democrats win and then okay if you're gonna let democrat he's gonna up he has to get the last word yeah. Well, my lawyer in. You know, I shouldn't have been there. I, 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 it shouldn't have happened. This shouldn't be happening. This shouldn't be happening. Everybody knows no. that. Yes. Yeah, Joe, you're getting a yeah, little bit. Sure. You're getting a little Skypey, Joe. Uh, give it a second. Skypey. Go. Yeah, Maybe yeah. I go. No, no. I hang in, hang in there. Just let Rain give a give her thoughts real quick and see if it go, it okay, fixes go it. No, the thing that infuriated me is that they knew. Flood knew he shouldn't have been there. None of them should. Kelly knew this. They know what the norms are. They know that the norms are you shouldn't have been there. And whatever happened inside the skiff, and that, that I've been using that word tonight, and it's important because those two meetings were seriously under, you know, lock and key. The only reason why they were there is to try to intimidate the Republicans that were going into office to say, you, you need to pick a side. It was, yeah. to me, in my opinion, some really mafioso bullshit. Agreed. Yep. Yep. So, you're sounding better now, Joe. So, um, oh, so uh, last clip, um, and and I, I love this one. La- last one from uh, Joe Scarborough. This is this will make everybody happy. Um, the way Mueller and Rosenstein are behaving right now, especially Mueller. Donald Trump has been. Uh, how would the Greeks say this? Um, 
He's been freaking out this week. He <laughs> used um, that term a lot. They <laughs> did. It was one of Socrates' favorite expressions. Stop. <laughs> Ye freaking out because we know it is. We we know that the Greeks use the word ye a lot. Also. Um, but, a little but, old English. Stuff. Exactly. Well, it's, it's it's really Greek. The, the old English. I mean, it was picked up in the old English language. I'm sorry, Alex. I'm getting there. Um, but. Donald Trump has been freaking out so badly this weekend, uh, this week, since Sunday, and the, all these crazy tweets and talking about Spygate, and it's all like he's losing it. Mm. On the other side, you have Bob Mueller being Bob Mueller, and Rod Rosenstein. After this is over, he can do weekend gigs like like Henny Youngman used to do up in the Catskills, <laughs> because. Rod Rosenstein and Bob Mueller are acting like men or women sitting around a table in a poker match that are getting insulted and they're looking at their hands and they have four aces. Oh, amen to that. I love it. Amen. That's a good analogy. Mm -hmm. That's a very good analogy, Bud Joe. It is, and I hope so, because I'm still bothered that Rosenstein allowed this meeting to happen. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. I have to believe that there's a reason for it. I well, also have I also feel like um that, it, that there were two meetings bothers me. That still bothers me. I still don't have an answer about that. So mm. I, I really need to believe in my heart. This is like one of those things where you have confirmation bias. Yeah. Right now, I'm just wanting to believe that there's a reason why there were two meetings and there was a reason why Rosenstein went forward with it. I believe that part of it was to keep, to protect Mueller, to make protect, sure that his to investigation. protect himself, too. Yes, and himself. Well, but I still don't understand the two meanings. Well, it, yeah, and, and here's the thing. You know, one thing that always heartens me, and I don't think it's necessarily confirmation bias. I guess it's confirmation bias of what we know versus what we don't know because there's so much we don't know Mueller is unshakable Mm -hmm. Mueller is unshakable and you know that there's probably later on in that that clip i didn't it wasn't interesting enough to to clip it out but one thing that they brought up is something that we've mentioned here too and you know it um scarborough said you know if if Mueller is fired there's probably like an uh, uh, a kill switch that you know, and yeah, all right, these indictments right. just start flying out. Yeah, keep you in know? mind he had a whole bunch of blank indictments. Mm-hmm. This is probably about a month or two ago. He filed for a whole bunch of blank yeah. indictments. I'm pretty sure they're not blank anymore. Yeah, probably not. Mueller, the, the one, the one thing I do take in comfort is that Mueller is probably six to seven months ahead of all of us. Yeah, oh, at least, at least, I, I would say yeah. 8 to 10, you know, I mean, because what we've got, this, the slow trickle, what we've gotten is is it's probably peanuts compared to what's going on. And then, you know, you have um, the idiots in the Trump cult who are like, you know, well, <laughs> let me play this. I was going to save it for later, but let, let me play this because, you, you know, Trump tried to start his own little hashtag this week. <laughs> yeah, Spygate. Um, and uh, this is a uh, uh, Conan O'Brien had James Comey on, and this is what Comey had to say. And I, I just found this hilarious on many levels. Trump tweeted this 
I'm going to guess at four in the morning. Uh, no idea. He's, refer- he's referring to uh, James Clapper, the former director of national intelligence, and he says, and we can put it up, Clapper has now admitted that there was spying in my campaign. Large dollars were paid to the spy, far beyond normal, starting to look like one of the biggest political scandals in U.S. history. Spygate, a terrible thing, exclamation point. What the hell is he talking about? What, 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 is, what is this? You are the former FBI director. What, what is that? Yeah, I, I, as best I can tell, it's made up. I don't know where he's getting that from, honestly. And a number of things he's announced were the biggest scandal since Watergate. My guess is two weeks from now there'll be something different than this. But I don't know anything yeah. <laughs> about those facts. Right. So, and do you find that to be at all possible or probable? I'm going to just play devil's advocate that there was a spy inserted into his campaign by uh, an intelligence agency. Uh, I, I don't find it possible, and I know it not to be true. Okay. All right. And the facts are knowable. And I gather today there was a meeting on Capitol Hill where Democrats and Republicans got to see the actual facts, which is why I'm confident that something else will be bigger than Watergate next week. Really? Yeah. You think something? I, what? No, he'll find something. Oh, he'll find something. About. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but that this... Well, that's... I think there with me, for a second, we were all... If you're like me, my heart stopped, and I thought, you're about to break this incredible... And then you told us something we already know, which is that Trump's going to make something up in a week. Right, right, right. He'll get an undercooked burger that's bigger than Watergate. (laughs) See, there you go. Andy Richter for the win. Um... Uh, yeah, so so what, and that's that's kind of playing into what we're talking about here is is you know it's it's not necessarily confirmation bias when what we have is a building case against several people that we know very little about one yeah. steadfast building growing you know case you know an investigation that is going strong. What does the Trump cult have? Well, they have Trump's. Worse than Watergate declarations every couple weeks, where you know it's uh, oh, well Hillary's emails or the you know the uh, the dossier was fake, which is not um, you know uranium one uranium one Pizzagate you know just down the line they have a huge list of things of grievances. But what they don't have is a huge list of actual verifiable facts behind those grievances. Oh, there you go with the facts thing. I know, I know. Filthy, dirty, liberal facts. Here's the thing, and as we're talking about this, because I personally accept my own confirmation bias. That's my personal. I I get what you're saying. I agree with you on all of that. I do agree with that. But the one thing, and I, I, I didn't spend a lot of time in his tweets this morning, but the one thing I have to say about Trump, and I've, I said, I, I think I said this even before he got elected. I probably said this bes- since then. He tweets some of the things that he tweets are so friggin' bizarre that you have to. I look at it and I'm like, what the hell is he talking about? Yeah. And then I have to remind myself that this is a guy who projects. What the hell? <laughs> yes, he's he's he projects. Mm-hmm. Everything he accuses other people of doing, he is going to do or will do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and time and time again, this is really being borne out. And, and you know, and that's not held up in a court of law. That's court of opinion. But he's, yeah. he's the ultimate projectionist. 
Oh, sure. You Get know? that man a drive-in uh, movie theater. Um, you know, uh, like <laughs> at hat tip Adam Hebert. But, you know, the, the thing about it is, is and, and what's really funny to me is, I, I spent a lot of time blocking um, the Trump cult on Twitter and other places. You know, I, I've got like app after app after app to, you know, block people in different, you know, formats and whatever, in, in addition to regular blocking techniques. And they live, they, they truly, and, and the, the reason why I do is because I get sick of seeing things like, Hillary Clinton, James Comey, Bob Mueller, President Barack Obama, you're all going to jail. You're all going to prison. You're all going to pr- and it's like you live in that fact free of a fucking universe. That is going to just make me dumber for having seen it. And I'm sick of seeing stuff like that. I saw it today the, I, when I was over on Mike Flynn Jr.'s uh, uh, page. Uh, you know, leaving a comment like, "Don't you have Did something you see to?" Him don't you have Obama? some? Don't you have some? Oh yeah, I Jesus Christ, I hate these people. Um, yeah, so so Flynn, uh, you know Flynn Jr. You know I'm over on his page, and somebody's like, it's like here's you know, and Flynn's Flynn's like pinned tweet is, mark my words, you're all going down. You know who you are. It's like you're PizzaGate, bro. <laughs> you're fucking PizzaGate, bro. Shut up. You got nothing. No your basement. Your dad's a fucking traitor. You have nothing. And then you know, and I see like all the, and, and he's like, "Here's a new song by the MAGA choir called, you know, you're getting arrested, Bob Mueller." And it's like, wait, yeah, wait. I, and so I'm like, "There's a MAGA choir, Ken." Something like that. Yeah, it's like it's like three blonde women and one dude, and they're they have shitty country songs on Twitter. We're like, "Well, Bob Mueller, you're going to jail." Yeah, Bob Mueller, you're going to jail, and Hillary too, and Obama too. Bob Mueller, you're going to jail. You know, just bullshit like that. It's like, fuck off. You <laughs> suck so bad. And I know this song. Oh yeah, <laughs> Hillary too, Obama. Woo. <laughs> Yeah, these people. So the Maga Choir is three white blondes. Three white blondes and one one white male. Non blondes. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, you know, so I see that shit, and I'm just like, no, block, block, block. But anyway, we're at the top of the hour. But no, I think that should be heartening, though, to to know, you know, Comey's like, no, it's nonsense. He'll come up with something else that's work. And that's all the Trump cult has yeah. is a bunch of bumper sticker bullshit that has no substance to back it up. Every every gate is Pizzagate for them. That's it. It's all they got. No basement, like Rain said. Yeah, it's just frustrating that right now we're just relying. Really? I, I, and it's frustrating. I'm not saying this to be you know disheartening. But right now, I think that we're just relying on our justice system well and an independent council so Mm -hmm. uh but anyway we we got to go to the break uh don't want to keep bobber waiting um so uh, (laughs) let's go ahead and uh, hit the break and get bobber on and have a lot more fun here on the weekend edition this uh, uh memorial day eve 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 (laughs) <laughs> on Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Boy, that's, that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What, what kind of radio station is this? KennyPick.com 
This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal, some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal, and rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. And now, on with the show. I am a millennial. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, uh, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And joining me, as always, uh, Joe Santors of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hello, sir. Hello, and it was a beautiful day here in Pennsylvania, too. Yeah, we get to share share the lovely weather together. Yes. Uh, yes. And, of course, Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C. How is the weather down your way today? Um, it, uh, swampy. Well, <laughs> other than that, no, was the it? Weather here was, yeah? The weather here was really nice. It was a little warm, but I'm not going to complain because, um, yeah. It, it wouldn't do you any good know-how. No, wouldn't do you any good. That's right. Ain't no sense. That's right. And Ain't Bob Mueller, you're going to jail. Bob Mueller, you're going Ain't to jail. And Hillary Ain't to and Obama. Died. Woo! Bob Mueller, you're going swamp's to jail. still here. We're trying to get rid of the yeah. crocodiles, but we're going to still drain the swamp. I just, I found a couple of extra turtles in the swamp, but I don't think that they're bad. Anyway, there might Were have been some snappers. snappers. One of them is named Mitch. Snappers. But we so. are, we are, um, we're draining the swamp, and um, anyway, uh, I'm just going to say, go, go MAGA. There we go. And last but not least, Bobber der Braumeister from Four Freedoms Blog. Uh, welcome to Friday. Well, howdy, howdy, howdy. <laughs> That's my man. And Bob hey, Muller, you're going to jail. Bob Muller, you're going to jail. Hillary to Obama. Woo, Bob Muller, you're going to jail. <laughs> Lane and Bob tried to swim in the swamp. Yeehaw. He took me out because he didn't want me to get cooters in my hoo-ha. Oh, well. 
There you go. That's Cooters in your hoo-ha cootie. I'm sorry. <laughs> I took the character a little too far. Oh, all the way down to the to the murky depths of the swamp. Um, Hello, so, babe. Howdy, so, howdy. Yeah, Bob, uh, nothing going on this week, so I think we're going to stop early. <laughs> so uh, oh real quick before we move on i i had a dream last night and I, I i usually don't tell dreams unless they're related to the show but i had a dream last night that i i we we uh, every dream i have i never have a dream that i'm in my house what does that mean <laughs> it's like i'm always in some kind of weird awful creepy house every time I'm, uh, i have a dream and it's never the same. It's always something different. And and I and in this dream, I have my computer set up on this big dining room table that seats like eight or ten. And and all of a sudden, all these people start showing up after the show's already started. And I we, I talked for like what seemed to be about ten minutes. And then I was like, oh oh, I'll be right back. Our guests are here. I need to set up some extra microphones. And then I don't know what happened. Then I kept like listening in and there was like just silence And like 45 minutes went by in the dream. We're like, I can't figure out how to set up these mics. And then I had like (laughs) old friends, old friends from like 20 years ago coming in and said, Hey, after the, after the show, can we jam? And I'm like, I don't know. I got to figure out how to set up these mics. (laughs) So, so yeah. So listeners, you were spared. (laughs) That was just a dream. Um, But anyway, yeah. So welcome to the show. Lisa wasn't in the swamp. That house, that it might have have been in the swamp. I don't know. So I'll have to call my friend Roy Moore and find out. (laughs) So... (laughs) Uh, so anyway, uh, Bobber, welcome to the show. Uh, what, what, what's your favorite nonsense of the week? Uh, you know, I think my favorite is that the the symbolic uh, nature of the sinkhole that's occurring there at the White House. <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> I heard the that was to the gates of hell, right, Bobber? <laughs> yeah, I heard Trump was. Trump was walking around the the lawn and stumbled, fell, his ass hit the ground, and then the sinkhole appeared. <laughs> uh, and he was like, "Hey, what happened? You 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 did that with your ass, you freak." Um. So yeah, <laughs> and a brick hit Melania in the head. I mean Melanie. So. <laughs> Hey, my tunnel. <laughs> Melanie Trump. Where is Melania? She's a, I guess he hasn't seen her for like two weeks, I, I read. Yes. That's her code name, her Secret Service code name. They call her, call her Melanie instead of Melania. Yeah. Well, it could be her. Uh, Melanie could be her uh, witness relocation name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I used to like her songs, Melanie. Oh yeah, I got a brand new pair of roller skates. Roller skates. I got a brand new. Key. I, got I a, love that song. I got Susan, a brand you new. Stick your key in my. Oh wait, what? <laughs> no, no, don't go there. It's a. That's it's what a, it's all about, really. Yeah. Yes, yeah. It is. Yeah. Well. I love it. No. Well, no, no. It, that, it's just about roller skating, just like Afternoon Delight is about a fireworks display. Yes. <laughs> In the afternoon, yes. rubbing sticks and stones together make the sparks ignite. It's about Boy Scouts <laughs> making a campfire. 
<laughs> I gotta honestly say, I never fucking paid attention to those lyrics until um, Arrested Development. Because there, there was a, the episode of uh, Michael and his niece, maybe, were doing a, a karaoke duet of that song. <laughs> yes. And he was like, oh, that's so dirty. Uh, <laughs> that got awkward fast. Yeah. <laughs> so. So there you go. Uh, but yeah, so uh, yeah, that was a good one. The sinkhole is definitely a good one. So uh, and you know what you could hear uh, inside the dark, inside the the um, sinkhole, right? Hello, darkness, my old friend. So. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, then, hold on, hold on. You forget the next part. Resilience. <laughs> Resilience. Resilience, yes. We can and should teach children. <laughs> <laughs> Another victory for Melody. Okay. <laughs> uh, she she does it in her own fashion. The fashion. Uh so <laughs> Oh my god, these people. God, they just get their shit together. Can't do it. <laughs> I think I wait. I think I have Melanie's <laughs> new lyrics. I got a brand new pair of roller skates. You have a damn small key. Oh, see, there you go. Nice. Wow. I got a brand new pair of roller skates. You got, you got a, brand a damn new small key. key. <laughs> I like that. All I right. That song by Melanie. Well, I um. So, uh, let me see. Uh, I, I want to get to a couple other stories here. Um, this one, um, we discussed on the program the other day. Uh, I think Rain was the first one to bring it up. But I, Rain or Joe, one of you guys brought this up. And it was whether or not Michael Cohn was still the RNC deputy finance chair. Well, well I've been asking about this for weeks. Yes. For, for an answer, J.D. Durkin... Talks to Kaylee McEnany. Remember her that she got shit canned from CNN. She used to be one of she. Yes. She used to be on one of the Trump cult cultist bobbleheads along with um, Jeffrey Lord. Jeez, <laughs> Jeffrey Lord. I forgot Why about him. I, I live with my Lord mother. Dumps his mother's house. I had a theory <laughs> that Jeffrey Lord and Roger Stone were the same person. Uh, yeah, well, really. Lord, see, Jeffrey Lord's head kind of it splays out where Roger Stone's like goes to a peak, <laughs> a very tight peak. So yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's like yeah, one it's of them got so extra extra skull, and the other one got <laughs> shorted. So maybe they're conjoined twins. Well, the tell would be the tattoo on the back. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. If they, the were they both born with the Nixon birthmark? Rain, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> It's fine. To me, this is important because I've been asking this question, not just on this show, but in other places. Is he still is he still part of the RNC? And um, I have said I've seen no proof that he was fired. Yeah. And if he's still part of the RNC as the deputy finance person, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that puts the entire Republican Party. They're compromised. In question and in, in, who? Yeah, in compromise. That's it. Yeah. Where are they so, getting their money from? So here, here's the answer uh, from Kaylee McEnany with J.D. Durkin. 
update to something I asked you about last time, which is Michael Cohen. Last time we spoke, uh, you told me he was still working as a deputy finance chair for the RNC. Is that still the case? It is still the case. You know, there's ongoing litigation and we'll take it step by step. But yes, he is still. And do you have concerns of the fact that he's been raided by the FBI, the Department of Justice, as saying he is under criminal investigation for a number of things, including uh, campaign finance violation. And he's in a position where he is uh, in part overseeing campaign finance for the Republican National Committee. I have concerns about the violation of attorney-client privilege when the Southern District of New York invaded his office, swept up material, violating the president's privacy, his client's privacy, Michael Cohen's privacy. So that's where my concerns lie. Ongoing litigation, and we'll take it day by day. If uh, Michael Cohen is charged, as many people think he would, would that be a step for the RNC to consider no longer having him represent uh, the group? No, I'm not going to engage in hypotheticals. We'll take it step by step, day by day. We'll see how it plays out, and you know, each day is a new day. Step by step, day by day, top line, tippy top, tip top. Tippy top shape. We call it sometimes tippy top shape. Can't do it. The face in Seriously. Can I just say, here is a difference between the Republicans and the Democrats. If, if one of our people were the deputy finance person that had this kind of baggage... I'm pretty sure that somebody on the DNC would be like, you know what? I think it's time for you to just say, I'm going to leave for family reasons. Yeah. I'm just going to, I'm going to step out of this position. I want to spend more time with my family. Yeah. Stop. Don't come back. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that she said we're exactly. taking this step by step, we're waiting to see what happens, that she actually was like, oh, this woman actually, in that clip, she literally said, Oh, I think there's a problem with the um, the fact that they, in, you know, attorney-client privilege. Yeah, all of what? God. Well, th- that's what happens when you're a crooked lawyer, you know. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> that all goes out the window. Yeah. This is amazing to me. You, you don't have. A, it's not like being president. You know, they think that being president can keep you from being convicted of a crime, just like while well, being a lawyer. It grants you immunity to have anything of yours looked at because it violates client privilege. That's Sorry. my stuff. Don't look at it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know what, Bob? You bring up a good point. I mean, she's actually defending all this stuff. She's defending Cohen. Mm-hmm. Says who? <laughs> yeah, says who? Uh, I don't understand why she's defending him. Uh, yeah. But, uh, says who? <laughs> Says who? Um, and, oh yeah. All of them. Uh, all of them. Uh, oh, uh, uh, meow goodness said heard from the White House sinkhole. Yeah. I don't know where that bell was chiming, but maybe it was from the National Cathedral. Um, so uh, for who the bell? I, I'm actually yeah. just on the yes, right. Says who? <laughs> uh yeah so all right uh let's see let's see what else we got we i got a couple other short um short cons- uh, short conservative stories here um oh oh, oh i gotta get to my favorite one uh <laughs> yeah um uh i i gotta play this um i haven't played this jingle in a while um and it's oh man oh are you serious it's not in there no, maybe it's just this. Um, it, because it's been so long. Um, 
Here it is. Here it is. Oh, man, this thing's five years old. If you want to continue to discredit me, you will only discredit yourself. You evil little bitch! If I were an honest journalist, I'd officially uh, declare that we are all rodeo clowns. I could kiss you in the mouth. Would you like some more? Because if you want another helping, we'll give it to you. (laughs) How dare you? It's big boy time. How many people have I said, let's kill with a shovel, huh? How many people have I said, let's line them up and shoot them in the head? I think quite a few. Until they can get their ass together. I'm sorry, did I say ass? All right, everybody. As we know, uh, in recent years, I've actually agreed with Glenn Beck quite a bit. uh, But uh, uh, over his stance on Donald Trump. Um, But... uh, (laughs) As we know, uh, Glenn Beck's um, The Blaze and his radio station, uh, since he took a hard stance against Trump, and since he's in generally crazy, has kind of taken a nosedive of late. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Yes. Um, <laughs> so it looks like uh, Trump is is jumped off jumped off his typical uh, Glenn Beck crazy cra- crazy train and is now hopped on the Trump train. And the reason why he's decided to get on the tr- on the Trump train is probably the dumbest single reason I've heard from anybody. Okay, do you remember, and I don't know who said this, I didn't pay attention to it, it was over with and done so quickly, but when Trump decided to call what, MS-13 gang members uh, animals or something, you know, and and everybody's like, that's not what he, he and, every, and, and a few reporters are like, he called, you know, immigrants you know animals and and i didn't hear it i didn't watch any of the coverage of it i didn't care didn't bother me it's like yeah every once in a while people get things wrong did they get it wrong did how many people were out there really saying he called every immigrant an animal i don't think that many that many outlets covered it that way i don't know i honestly don't care um but that was all glenn beck needed that was all but we can talk about that later. Well, no. Go, well, what do you, what do you got? Uh, uh, who said it? Do you, that you remember? Trump called MS. He said that MS thirteen members were animals. Yeah. But he was talking about immigrants. Yeah. And that's something that did bother me deeply. Yeah, I what think. He's, go ahead. What he's trying to do is he's trying to um, do the same thing that Hitler did with Jews, just <laughs> taking away their humanity. Yeah, I think he was he was trying to blur the lines a little bit there. Maybe not even consciously. I think he just does it. Maybe consciously, I don't know. But he it's he he could very well just be doing it mm-hmm. as a uh, subconscious thing that he's. Oh, I was talking about MS13, but if you know if if all my slopehead supporters, you know, take that to mean all immigrants, you know, nothing lost, you know, no no problem with them. Yeah, and yeah. you know, Joe to just, to be and, to. And, jo- just real quick, Joe. To be fair, I mean, he's he's done all this dog whistle stuff and all this racist stuff against immigrants already. Why wouldn't you know? Why would we question what he really means? Well, <clears throat> yeah, I, I don't think anybody is saying that liberals are going to warm up to gang members of any any stripe, no, or domestic or immigrant or whatever. I mean, that's not the point. The point is, he conflates the the gang members with all immigrants. Mm-hmm. That's exactly. the problem. 
The problem is his followers and the people he's dog whistling to don't see a difference between a gang member and some poor immigrant who just came here to work. Yeah, to escape the gang. All the laws. Or to escape yeah, the gang members. They, they right. look at somebody that's Hispanic and their first assumption is, oh, they're a gang member. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're MS-13. Everybody's MS-13. And, and witness what he's doing with the children down at the border, separating children from their families. Yeah, isn't he making them wear, uh, adults wear like some kind of yellow insignia? Yes, yellow yeah. bracelets. Yeah, let's see. When did that happen last? Let's see. Yeah. Let's Jesus. see. Let's go back to the 30s. Didn't Jews have to wear special? Uh, oh yeah, insignias. Jews had to, to wear had to wear what stars of David. Gays had to wear uh-huh. pink triangles. Um, there was a story that came out yesterday, and I know I know where you're going, Kenny. And there was a story that came out yesterday where there were 1,400 children of immigrants who mm-hmm. are now missing. Yeah, I saw lost. that too. So when he calls, when he calls people animals, even if he says, I'm only talking about MS-13 members, I call bullshit on that because he's trying to dehumanize people. Yeah. And I really don't care if they're, I here's the thing. I care that they're criminals. I care that they're uh, gang members. Mm-hmm. What I really don't care is that they're still human beings. Sure. And every damn human being has an ability to be rehabilitated. And yeah. he's trying to say that humans cannot be, that these gang members cannot be rehuma- rehabilitated. Yeah. And he's also saying that about immigrants. Yeah. I so, didn't mean to, like, take it. Okay. I get, no, that's fine. That. That's fine. That's fine. I just, I, 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 the thing is, if I hear something like that out of Trump's mouth, I'm not surprised. If somebody reacts to it, I really don't fucking care because he deserves everything that's thrown at him. So for somebody to say, yeah. oh, it's unfair, it's unfair, it's unfair, he has a fucking track record. You know, so mm-hmm. if you mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. if it was even slightly misconstrued, I will give the benefit of the doubt to the person who misconstrued it any fucking day of the week. But anyway, so so that's all it took for Glenn Beck to put on a fucking MAGA hat the other day. Here's why I'm predicting a 2020 win. When I saw yesterday the how the press was all reporting the same damn story. That Donald Trump was calling MS-13 gang members, they left that out of the story, animals, and they were spinning it as if he was saying that about all immigrants. I'd had enough. I'd have enough. Media, if you can get me, Glenn Beck, to do this... Puts on the MAGA hat. And in case you're only listening to us on radio, I just donned a red Make America Great Again hat. If you can drive me to the point to where I say, "Uh, you know what, I've had enough. I'll vote for him in 2020. Gladly I'll vote for him in 2020. Shut up! Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, welcome to Trump University, asshole. Trump University. Go pricks. Wow. Yeah, so yeah, there you go. Go pricks. That's all it took. It doesn't it doesn't matter that um he of all the things he trashed Trump over about, you know, infidelity, about uh, you know, uh, being a crook, being a liar, whatever. 
Trump can lie all he wants, but oh, the media, they for conveniently left this out. I want Trump listener, vo- Trump voters to listen to me now. You fucking whore. You're a sellout, you little fuck. Well, I, anybody who bought his act before this, I mean, really, yeah, it, it reminds me a little of, uh, who was that redhead that used to be on MSNBC? I forgot his name. Um Who's with with uh, uh, RT now? Uh, oh, uh, Ed Sh- Ed, Schlu- oh, Ed, Ed Schlitz. Schultz. Ed Schlitz. Yeah. Ed-, Ed Schultz. Yeah, he, he was a, a longtime radio host, conservative radio host. Then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. he 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 found Jesus, you know, and he was a liberal. I never bought it, and I, I never trusted the guy. I was always uneasy Glenn- with him. Yeah, the guy the the guy was uh, always giving me the creeps. Okay. Yeah. Uh, same thing with Glenn Beck and his his moment with Jesus. Please. Yeah. After all those years with the freaking chalkboard. Oh right? yeah, and and calling President Obama uh, a racist and an anti-colonialist. Whoever is a pro-colonialist is a horrible human being. Shut up. <laughs> you know. I mean. Yeah. The, colonialism <laughs> now it shouldn't be a thing at all. So, but it, but the thing is, here the guy was just looking for an excuse to get get on the Trump bandwagon. It was a pretty lame one too. My God, um, yeah, yeah. So I, I, uh, but yeah. So anyway, so there you go, everybody. I can start hating Glenn Beck at uh, full throttle, hundred percent, hundred ten percent, like I always used to, and um, I can't wait to hear his excuses for uh, for Fat Donnie's lies. It'll be exciting. And now I can use this jingle again. So anyway, uh, on that note, we got to run to the break because it is uh, we're over, over, and the Green News Report is coming up. Uh, we're going to open up the phone lines when we come back. Birthday boners, if you got them, let us know. Uh, name calling. And then in the top of uh, the third hour, Adam's going to be here to tell us what to expect for, our, for Towel Day 2018. And uh, he'll hang with us on the... Um, Uh, for the rest of the hour so we'll be right back right after this turn up the night with kenny pick if you've got a chair sit down relax i got no i got i got some stuff to say here broadcasting live on indie media weekly radio It's Thursday, May 24, 2018. This is an agency that cries out for accountability coverage right now. We need to know what the heck is going on. EPA blocks mainstream news outlets from Water Contamination Summit. Texas chemical plant explodes days after EPA rescinds safety rules. Shutting down coal plants delivers immediate benefits for pregnant women and their babies. Plus, the National Park Service tried to remove mentions that climate change is caused by people. National Park Service study on climate change is released uncensored. What are the odds? All of those stories and more straight ahead from bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. So here's part of what CNN said today in a statement. The EPA selectively excluded CNN and other media outlets. We understand the importance of an open and free press, and we hope the EPA does too. Keep hoping. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, a couple of stories that we are tracking here. Lava from Hawaii's Kilauea volcano is now edging closer to 
A geothermal plant? Yes, that geothermal plant generates electricity from the Earth's heat, and it provides about a quarter of the Big Island's electricity. Plant officials say they've now taken all precautions that they know to take. However, on the bright side... At least we're not talking about a nuclear power plant. Well, there's that. Uh, Another story we're also watching, another orange flow, if you will, is now being watched in Wisconsin, where 10 million gallons of sludge from a fracking settling pond was released after a worker got trapped in the pond. The sludge has turned the nearby Trempolo River orange. That sludge has now reached the Mississippi, and the fracking water is laced with chemicals, apparently. Officials are now trying to determine the full extent of the damage and the danger to humans, to plants, to wildlife in the river. I'm sure Wisconsin Governor Scott Walker will be straightforward with us on that. (laughs) Just another great byproduct of fossil fuels, Des. Yep. Well, with that good news, what else do you have for us today? Well, in Washington, the Trump Environmental Protection Agency got even more Orwellian this week when agency security blocked reporters from some major news outlets like AP and CNN from attending a two-day public summit on water contamination at EPA headquarters. Agency officials claimed there wasn't enough room to accommodate those journalists, despite reports and photos of empty seats inside the meeting. Also excluded were city officials from Flint, Michigan, and the independent scientists who studied the chemicals' impact on human health. According to Politico, the EPA's lockout of the press may violate public meeting access requirements under the Federal Advisory Committee Act. This is incredibly chilling. People need to pay attention attention to what this administration is doing when it comes to a free press in this country. The shutout of some of those media outlets from that water contamination summit comes on the heels of revelations that the Trump administration is blocking the release of a federal study showing that dangerous toxic chemicals found in water supplies across the country are far more harmful at far lower levels than previously known. The emails showed the White House and EPA withheld that water study because they feared it would be, quote, a public relations nightmare. That study remains unreleased. Meanwhile, the U.S. Chemical Safety Board is investigating yet another chemical plant explosion. This one near Houston, Texas on Monday that was caused by a pressure safety valve failure. It sparked a chemical fire at the Cura Ray America Incorporated plant. It injured 21 workers, some quite seriously. That latest explosion comes just days after EPA Administrator Scott Pruitt moved to formally rescind chemical safety regulations that were put in place by the Obama administration after the deadly West Texas fertilizer plant explosion that killed 15 people in 2013. In a statement, Pruitt claimed that, quote, accident prevention is a top priority at EPA. But he said that repeal would save the chemical industry over $88 million a year. West's mayor, however, told the Austin American statesman, quote, With all due respect to Scott Pruitt, he's never lost 15 firefighter friends. But some good news, a National Park Service study showing how rising sea levels will impact national parks has been allowed to see the light of day uncensored. The Park Service came under intense scrutiny after news reports revealed that all mentions of climate change had been deleted from draft versions. The climate data has now been restored to the final publication. But it came at great cost to University of Colorado scientist Maria Caffrey, who worked on the report for five years and fought those changes. She said, quote, the fight probably destroyed my career with the Park Service, but it will be worth it if we can hold up the truth and ensure scientific integrity. 
Finally, some very good news. A new study on air pollution has found that shutting down fossil fuel power plants delivers almost immediate benefits for pregnant mothers and their babies. The study found that within a year after the shutdown of eight coal and oil-fired power plants in California, rates of premature birth dropped significantly among pregnant mothers living near those plants. Shutting down power plants that burn fossil fuels almost immediately reduces the risk of preterm birth, which is linked to lifelong health complications. For much more on all of those reports and the ones we couldn't get to, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, <laughs> you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Mm-hmm. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com. He even talks honky. I am a millennial. But I'm a very conservative person. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Yeah. <laughs> More on that later, everybody. Uh, of course, welcome back to the show. It's Bobber der Braumeister in Washington, D.C. Hello, sir. Bob, are you there? Oh, no, we didn't lose him, did we? No, he's just not back. Uh, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back, sir. Well, I'm back. All right. So, uh, and uh, Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C. Are you there with us? Looks like it's two-man show tonight, Joe. <laughs> oh, it's just me and you. Yeah, it's the Pennsylvania so. Ohio Express. Yeah, that's right. The, the uh, yes, the the P and O Railroad. <laughs> <laughs> Meet me in Youngstown. <laughs> yeah, okay, that works. That works. We'll uh, we'll go to the old steel mills. Um, so, uh, anyway, uh, welcome back. Hope everybody is enjoying this. Uh, hopefully everybody has a long three day weekend if you're, if you're, uh, working and whatnot. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I, I have one. That's the one cool thing about my job is, uh, we get just about every damn holiday off and paid. So, so that's good. And, uh, yeah, that's nice. So you, you were probably used to that. You used to work for what the unemployment office is that where you used to work i used to work for yep the department of labor i used to work for the yeah the unemployment office we used to i uh was a uh a site administrator Mm -hmm. and i uh we ran the largest call center here in uh in scranton nice we had like six in the state how long ago did you retire nine years ago oh wow coming up on a 10-year anniversary oh nice very nice oh yeah so oh yeah and now that your phone's ringing off the hook (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh oh oh rain is back rain is back is uh welcome back rain from four freedoms block bob's gonna be back shortly i'm here i'm here bob's back we made popcorn well 
that's okay. Um, it, it, this is the time, really, to make popcorn. But yeah, uh, with Joe and I were just more minutes. Joe and I were just shooting the shit. Uh, so nine year uh, retirement anniversary for Joe here. So yeah, in August, um, August ninth. August. There you go. Well, um, on that note, Rain, are you ready to get into some name calling? We have at least one birthday out there. Yes. Okay. Here you go. Love it when it rains. For your pleasure, it's rain from fourfreedomsblog.com. Excellent. She's never failed me before. Honey, you got to give it away to keep it. You can't just hold on to this. Attractive, hot, beautiful. We're talking about the same thing here. You want to mess around? Here comes the rain again. The greatest source of energy known to womankind. All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. Biscuit. Yeah, there's no biscuits. Kenny Pick is a bad, wait, I'm bad, sorry, <laughs> bad man. That, that was not a biscuit drop. Oops. You got any biscuits for sale in there? There you go. I don't even know what happened. I'm so confused. Yeah. Anyway, tonight in the chat room, we have Barbara DC, we have Heather, we have Jay Collie, we have Kat, we have Kenny Pick, we have Ken Senior. Hello, Dad. We have Marnus, we have Meow Goodness, we have Michelle in South Florida, we have Peter in San Francisco, we have President, we have myself, we have Tim Coromon, we have Trojan Rabbit. I, I don't think I missed people who left. Rocky Mountain Maybe. Mike was here earlier. Oh, that's right, he was. Yes. Um, he was. And, and Miles I is probably that. out there lurking as well. Miles, so. uh, I, th- I think I read Michelle said he had a go out. So, yeah, yes. I I, th- I think his phone was ringing, but at, at any point he was. I'm yeah. sure he was here for a little bit. So, and uh, if he it's wasn't in the chat, wait, was Adam in the chat already? Was he in the chat or no? He's he's I, I didn't see him. He's lurking. I know he's lurking. So, Lurk. yeah. <laughs> How do you like, like lurch? You right? Kind of creepy, Adam. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's probably he's scrambling to get in the chat room right now. So. Uh, if you're lurking out there, Adam, put yourself yeah. in there. Well, I'll yes. buy him. I'll Show buy. Yourself. I'll buy him some time. I just I need to know what you offer in the way of biscuits. Like, is it buttermilk or do you have cheddar biscuits, garlic biscuits, maybe some rosemary? Just I just need to know what kind of biscuits you offer at your establishment. At your biscuitarium. Uh, I need to know what's going on with the biscuits. Yeah. Are they good? Are they liberal? Or are they Republican? Or are they conservative? Y'all got biscuits for libtards? Pick your biscuits. <laughs> if you're a libtard, you don't need to be eating these biscuits. Y'all got Trump coat. Y'all, y'all got Trump coat uh, biscuits. Uh, so uh, anyway, maga, and maga for, biscuits. for birthdays. Maga biscuits. Oh my goodness, I for, love the maga biscuits. For the birth- without, yes, yes, they're the ones without the tops. That's right. And for birthdays. Uh, we have uh, for Michelle, her uh, nephew is turning 21, and I'm trying to get his name. Scrolling back up, I was going to write it down, and I didn't, like a bozo. Um, yes, Bryce. Bryce. So, so Bryce turns 21 tomorrow. So, here's your Boehner uh, from uh, from Boehner for your birthday. This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey, hey, your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey, hey. Thank you, thank you, all dear friends, for coming to my birthday. 
Hey, and guess who's on the phone, everybody? Francie. Hey. <laughs> I didn't hear my name. I, oh, you didn't get mentioned in the in the name calling? Francie was hey, in the in the what? chat. Francie, you're not in the chat room. Yes, I am. I'm in the other chat room. What other chat room, Francie? Uh, this Seriously. other chat room that I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see her. No, she's not. You're in not there. in our chat room. I am. Asked to, I'm, I'm in some chat room, and I see All right, Tim, Prince. and I see Michelle. You're in an alternate chat room. No, I'm telling you, Francie, I don't see you in the chat room. I don't either. Oh. Is it turn oh. up the night? Yeah. Oh. I'm in the, I'm in the other one. I don't Wait. know where I am then. All right, Francie. The, is, is, is this real life? Yeah, Just go to KennyPick.com. KennyPick.com will get you to the right chat room. Um, wait, let me see if anyone okay, can see me. I see you now, but... Well, oh, there you go. Some Francie, okay. some... Some Russians. Dirty Russians. Uh-oh. All right, what's up, Francie? Hello? What's Melanie, up? Melanie did it. Well, yeah. Maybe Glenn Beck did well, it. I'm glad... I'm glad that you made it back to the chat room with resilience. I was there all the time, but who knows what the hell happened. <laughs> I don't know. It was really weird, Francie. <laughs> the, fl- the flarp is all warmed up, Francie. Ah. <laughs> there you go. You sing the song of my people. The it's song of my people, so yes. Much, uh, mm. Oh, is it? Uh, you think it's too much uh, tonight? So far, uh, um, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. too much. <laughs> well, if you think it's stupid now, stupid. Yo, you don't even know what stupid is. It's about to get all stupid up in here. <laughs> yeah, wait till wait till oh, our story. Gosh. Wait till it, our millennial it, story it, for you. Oh. Oh. I, I'm gonna be. I I am wearing my um, bulletproof towel. Oh, oh, yeah, because it's towel day. That's good. Yeah, you should because so. it's dangerous out there. Yeah, and yeah. just so you know, Kevlar towel. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Not very yeah. absorbent, not? from what I, not, I invented not, it myself. Is not that very absorbent. Not very. I'm no, sure. No, not really. <laughs> no bullets. I got yeah. it. Yeah. I got it over my head, and I cut out, you know, little holes so I can see. <laughs> I have bulletproof uh, sh- flarp. Ah, aha! Yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's it's just I I I don't have any words. <laughs> I need you know. Let the flarp I, speak gas, for you. you. Let the flarp speak for you. I have a lot of you. gas, but I yeah. have no words. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that was, was a, a juicy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Make some good noises when you pull it out of the can as well as pushing it in. Did you say that was a juicy? Yeah. Oh my god, that's fucking hilarious. It was, yeah. That was a juicy. (laughs) As in a steam juicy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, those people are full of crap, you know. They are. (sighs) They're all full of crap. I I haven't been on um, the stuff a lot lately you know because the stuff it's, it's like i said too much yeah so i rely on you guys to you know keep me informed yeah i know i miss things but in a way 
You know, I mean, where else are you going to be able to hear the news and then hear this? We can and shoot the children. Yeah. <laughs> With resilience. Right. Oh, I'm sorry. I, for- children. I forgot to play. I forgot. I forgot to do do that right. Hold on one second. This is how we do it right. We can and shoot the children. <laughs> that was a tip-top statement from her. Tip-top. Yeah. Tip, tippy-top. Yeah. Some, oh, some, yeah. Goodness. Shape. We call it sometimes tippy-top shape. Yeah. <laughs> Can I share with you a joke from a comedian? Please. Yes. I need a joke. So, yes, yes, to me, yes. This I'll is take very a joke. funny. This is not my joke. It was from Dana Goldberg. So evidently, okay. um, Michelle Obama came out yesterday or the day before with the cover of her book, and the name of her book is called Becoming. And Michelle is beautiful in her. You know, the cover is beautiful. She's got her shoulders showing. And Dana Goldberg came out and said, "I I eagerly await Melania's book called Becomed." i have one quick um it's not a joke but it's um i think it's funny online um i guess uh you know there's a lot of graduations going on and this young person graduated summa cum laude um bakery the bakery censored their cake they would not put c-u-m on the cake no put three lines no no they put Suma, three lines, dash, 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 loudy. Yeah, the, it, it was from <laughs> they a chain censored of the damn cake. Publix. Did you hear what? Why they did Publix. that? They have no. A, tell me, Joe. They have <laughs> they have an algorithm that when people make requests, they run it through, and if it, it picks out certain words, oh. and, and it won't allow them to use them. On their cakes. That's insane. Well, like, um, do you realize? Facebook doesn't have an algorithm to keep Russians out of our country, but, but Publix have, has uh, an algorithm um, to keep to a cake to keep is Latin true, off Joe? a cake. Yes. Yes. Are you sure? Yes. It is? Yes. Yes. They censored yes. the freaking. Apparently, cake the, for- the algorithm doesn't know Latin. Jesus uh, Christ! No. But it knows porn. See, kind it of, knows I, porn. <laughs> all right. See that that bothers me because. Bob and I have shopped at Publix short well, stores. But and doesn't in the past, I mean, it's like the people who made the cakes were in charge yeah. of... Are you there, Bob? Help me out. Yeah. I mean, Publix... The other thing about Publix is I think it's owned by the employees. Where the employee, and every employee has like a, a share in the or, or something. Yeah. In the, okay. In the store. So it's well, a good store, but... You yes. Know, but they have oh. an algorithm to crazy. weed out bad words. It doesn't speak Latin. Doesn't come mean with. Yes, it's, it's yes. It's thank summa cum laude you. With, my Latin is honor. Yeah, my 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 Latin is a little rusty, but originally, I mean, it wasn't a dirty word. Wait a minute! I thought it meant to ejaculate with honor. <laughs> oh. What's wrong with yeah. To ejaculate with hey. your penis. Don't say penis in this house. But don't do it on my cake, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's the part that I'm really surprised at when you guys are saying there's an algorithm. Yes. I, I've been under the impression that because what Bob said, I mean, this is an employee-owned company. And, you know, we've, when we were in Atlanta, we'd, we'd go to Publix a lot. And 
Oh well, yeah, but they have, an al- they have an algorithm that when people make requests right. uh, for for their their what's on their cake, they run it through this algorithm to make sure yeah. there's nothing shadily well, uh, uh, bad. You know, the way they should get around oh, it is Lord. they they should change it to su- Suma Cream Laude. My goodness. <laughs> or, su- suma Sperm Laude. What happens? Suma Sperm Laude. Luge and come loudly. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Suma baby what batter loud. <laughs> there's, there's actually a joke I've said to Bob. I was like, "Do you want to go to Pubics?" <laughs> yeah. Pubics. Oh no, that, that's a bridge too far. That's a bridge too far. That's Trump got got Melania's cake. That's why it said "Happy Birthday, Melanie." Yeah. See. Oh. See. <laughs> it does smell. Good. Oh my goodness! Um, no, it, it should. Ev- oh my goodness! It should. It should be no. From now on, it, it should be uh, Soma uh, baby batter uh, laude. So. Oh, or sumo wrestling. Or sumo Suma Santorum. Oh, Rocky. Yeah. Uh, that would be the cake with the light. I don't want the that light. on my cake. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't think any. Yeah. It's like a, one of those molten chocolate cakes. You cut into them and <laughs> and it yeah. explodes. No, 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 no. Uh. <laughs> oh, I don't get this. Facebook doesn't have an algorithm to keep rushing. No. Well, Publix yeah. has one. Yeah. Sure. Go figure. Yeah. Go figure. Wow. There's sensors everywhere. Honestly. There's sensors everywhere, you know? Honestly, I go to Wegmans and I ask for anything on the cake, they give it to me. Do they charge yeah, by the Trump, Trump on a cake? Do yeah. they charge by the well, letter? That's what a good bakery would do. That's right. You know, whatever you want on your cake, we no, will do it. No, no, a good bakery would never give you Trump on a cake. <laughs> well, it's true. unless you wanted to use it to throw it at Trump, hello. That's the only way you're going to get to cut him up. Unless you have all around the sides. And it might give you some no, yes. The, the fashion... <laughs> Wait, what'd you say, Bob? I said they might give you Santorum on a cake. Oh, oh yeah, that way we've already broached that. Yeah, well, that's uh, <laughs> uh, it's and it's wrong. Bob. Have, it's wrong. I have bad things in my mind. You know, like no. I have a now vivid imagination too. about a Trump cake, and it oh, my stomach is rumbling like bad. Oh. <laughs> now. I like to step on a rake now, you know. <laughs> God. <laughs> Anywho, I hope everybody has a peaceful, you know, Memorial Day weekend, and remember our fallen veterans, please. Yeah, absolutely. Do you have Do you have any in your family? Yes, they're you know. I have uh, uh, two siblings that were in the military and a, and a brother-in-law, and I had family members that are all passed away that, you know, served during the WW2. There's not one, n- none of them are alive. I'm know? fortunate. I'm fortunate enough to say I think that all of my family that served did not die in combat. I think I, I'm, um, I'm one of the few people. Well, 
to be able to say that. Every, almost all of our family came back, but some of them did not come back as whole people. You know what I mean? Yeah. They didn't know what PTSD was back in the day. It was called shell shock. Mm-hmm. You know, so we had family members with that issue, and it's sad. We don't Definitely. have anyone left to tell to talk to about all this either, which is sad too. Mm-hmm. You know. So what are well, you what are you going to do? Just think about them and uh, remember. Yeah, honor them. Honor and, them. and hopefully this frig, this orange frig, won't get us in a goddamn World War Three. Only this time there won't be boots on the ground. It'll be all he'll be hitting him and the other jackass will be hitting buttons. World War like Noco. World mm-hmm. War Noco. Yeah. Yeah. Um, really? Yeah. It's frightening. And I'm sorry but I said that I again, I want to go leave on an up note. Let's have a good time and spend time with our loved ones and, you know, fire up that grill. Yeah. <laughs> <Burn> the dog. <laughs> be careful. <laughs> don't light your shirts. Yeah. No. Don't. And don't eat too many beans. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> No, eat those legumes. Eat those legumes. Um, They are good for you. Yes, they are. High in fiber. Beano gas. Not the ones that are moving. Don't don't eat the ones that are moving. Is Beano like... Yeah, don't don't eat those. Is is Beano like NoCo? Don't say (laughs) (laughs) NoCo. What are you talking about? NoCo. NoCo. It's like like a chocolate drink. Oh. Yeah, like, oh, it's, like, like it's a generic no-co, version. It's no-co. a it's an it's a it's a North God Korean version it. of Yuhu. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's a version? North Korean don't version of Yuhu. Don't yeah. say oh it. no, I'll say Yuhu. <laughs> yeah, let go my noko. Yeah, yeah. Let go. <laughs> yeah. No-co. Alright. Alright, we're gonna let you go, Francie. Thanks for the call. We love you. We're crazy. We love you too. Alright. Have a good night. Oh, have a great weekend, everybody. Yeah, have a great weekend. I love you guys. Love you. Love you back. Bye. Bye. Alright, so don't say no co. Don't say no co. Uh, all right anybody have anything else to add before we go to the break <laughs> bobber anything about greek cakes <laughs> no bobber's gone he's like i've had enough of this so, um, sorry, I'm just taking just no no co. Yeah, okay. I mean, you think that's worse than penis? Don't say penis in this house. Anyway, let's go break a little bit early. Uh, Mr. Hebert's going to be on with us. We're going to talk about um, a very conservative millennial mm-hmm. when we come back. And uh, Adam Hebert's going to join us, talk to us about Tal Day, what we have planned for tonight. Uh, we're preempting Resistor Sisters. Yes, the uh, I'm sorry, the patriarchy has, uh, has overruled. <laughs> patriarchy won. I get it. I see what's happening. It's not true. 
It is not true. We are a team. Um, so anyway, and uh, Bob, are you back or are you still gone? Uh, I'm back. It there you go. Disappeared for a minute. And- uh, oh, okay. I just wanted to see if there's anything you wanted to add before we went to break. No, let's go to break. All right, we shall do just that. And when we come back, like I said, we'll uh, and we're gonna do Mad Libs tonight. Don't worry. And because of the Greek cake, we will be doing more uh, Mad Libs. Go Greek tonight! Yay! The world's Yay. greatest party game. On <laughs> turn up the night. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we'll be right back right after this. In these dangerous times we live in, we are living in the most spectacular, difficult, and dangerous period in history. In search of knowledge, we have probed the depths of nature, never before explored. We have challenged the sky and sent great engines thrusting far into space. Amazing feats. Our sacrifices have been many. Our discoveries constant. And our questions unending. The courage to see through these troubled times to a bright future comes from Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Light out, everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Focus for maximum picture quality and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, t- some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling, transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Oh my god, my nightmare almost came true. I walked back in the room and there was utter silence at the beginning of the... uh, Right before I played the (laughs) intro. So, All right. Sorry for those few seconds of silence there, everybody. Uh, I was catching a stink bug in the sun porch. Got to catch the stink bug. Did you get rid of it? No, I didn't kill it. I didn't kill it. I caught it in a little piece of cellophane and I put it in a trash bag and tied up the trash bag. And I'm going to take it out on the next break. So, uh, welcome back uh, to the program. Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C. Hello. Hello. And. It what? You'll forgive me if I feel like the patriarchy won tonight. I'm sorry. Explanations will ensue. Uh, and and of course, uh, Susan Susan on the break. She's like, "Why isn't Resistor Sisters playing tonight?" And I was like, "I told you. I swear to God, this has been planned for a while." Um, I didn't know about it. I, I, I've, I've mentioned it. I have mentioned it. I have mentioned it. So, and it, yeah, Susan's yelling at me from the other room like I'm an asshole. Uh, so she's like, I didn't say that. And of course, Bobber, Bobber from Four Freedoms Blog in Washington, D.C. Welcome back, sir. 
You're on your own with this one, Ben. I know. God <laughs> damn it. Being programming director sucks. Um, Jeez. And uh, oh, Joe really Sam. Happy Heidi's not listening tonight. Uh, jo- she you. never listens. She never listens. <laughs> So it's okay. And Joe, Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. I'm just glad you didn't kill that stink bug and you've captured and intend to rehabilitate him. Well, actually, yeah, I do. I do. I'm going to try and get him to, to be a fresh smelling bug. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That ought to work. Give like him a getting, fresh start. That yeah. ought to work just like rehabilitating Trump to tell the truth. Um, and, uh, <laughs> oh, deflection. And, and I'm just, accused of deflection. Just, just so, uh, and, and just so everybody knows, if you do catch a stink bug, the best way to, the best way to dispose of them is just snap it between your teeth. Uh, best way to do it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I find that if you put, put it up one nostril and squeeze your nose. Yeah. That that's good too. That helps. Put it between the cheek and gum. Mm-hmm. Give it a little pop. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, last but not least, Mister which cheek? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Mister Adam Hebert from Mike Check Radio. Hi. Well, geez, he- hearing all that, I'm worried that I might be breaking up the the, the Picklesheimer household. I know, I know. I'm sleeping in the doghouse tonight. I'm not, <laughs> Susan, I, uh, Susan, I'm sorry. I she remembered I it once. I she remembered it once. It's rain that needs talked off the cliff. So she's she Why? she's the one. We're friends. She's giving me the what for. Give me the nice going, Adam. (laughs) It's not my fault. Tonight is the twenty fifth. Usually, it's usually it falls like uh, right after Memorial Day, right? Every year we've done this. This time, it's fallen on Memorial Day, and this year Memorial Day decides, yeah, I'm gonna just do this instead. Just throw uh, the towel there, Adam. (laughs) Oh, see, see what Joe did there? Throwing the towel. Uh, but anyway, all right, Adam, you were on for a very specific reason. Yes, we are preempting Resistor Sisters tonight, but it will broadcast it during waking hours when people will actually be able to listen to the entire thing from start to finish. Uh, tomorrow, uh, Resistor Sisters can be heard, as always, on Saturdays uh, at 3 p.m. and on Sundays at noon. Uh, not all It doesn't just broadcast. Uh, it has three broadcast times. So... You're just missing out on one. And it can be downloaded on demand. If you want to boycott Talday, go to Kenny Pick uh, SoundCloud. Go to my SoundCloud, and you'll find it there. Um, and uh, you can listen. Download for free. But Play seriously, yearly. don't boycott Talday. Yeah, don't do that. So, uh, but Adam... Air Resistor Sisters and put Talday afterwards. But anyway, con- continue on. <laughs> Talday wouldn't happen. You guys, your show was two hours the other night. It wouldn't be on until after midnight. When I have to go to bed because I turn into a pumpkin and slash have to work at 8 tomorrow morning. true. Yes, and then it wouldn't be the 25th anymore. I'm so... It's only this year. I think she's just fucking with us. Here's the thing, Adam. You apologize to Sue and Ken. She's okay with it. She's okay with it. I didn't apologize to Sue and Ken. Uh, uh, Sorry, I'm being a total douchebag right now. I'm no, you're not. Everybody's home. Douche chill. Here's, here's, the, Douche here's chill. the good news. Next year, next year, May 25th falls on a Saturday, so I'll be preempting my own ass next year. Okay. Yes, there you and go. And you'll get the lo- you'll get the <laughs> over me. Ha! Sucks to be you, Hebert. All right. <laughs> 
shall we continue with the explanation of what Tal Day is for those who don't understand what Tal Day is so we can get to our big story? Please. Yes, I, 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 I'm yes. done being a douchebag. Okay. I'm sorry. I, I, I am oh, hugging yeah. you, Rain, from like 2,000 miles away. I'm hugging you. All right, so Tal Day is... Uh, so in two, uh, Douglas Adams is the brilliant mind behind the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, which started as a, a radio show on the BBC radio network and then uh, kind of grew like the blob. It became a TV show. They added three other um, three other phases of the radio show and in 2005 it became it was made into a movie and regrettably douglas adams died of a massive heart attack before the film was completed at age yeah. uh 51 no 49 actually he, he oh wasn't even God. 50 um it was either 51 or 49 but uh, you know one of those two <laughs> but um and so the point of towel day is that they had to figure out what day would be best to honor his memory, and it's like, well, we can't do this day because it's too close. His birthday is too far far off, so we're going to do the twenty fifth of May because that gives people time to repair. And Towel Day is called Towel Day because in the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, the single most useful thing you can have on you is a towel. Yes, especially a and bulletproof one like Francie has. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Bulletproof towels are. Uh, uh, anyway, um, so I, I'll dig up the quote real quick, just because, you know, it'll explain everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, a towel, the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy says, is about the most massively useful thing an interstellar hitchhiker can have, partly because it has great practical value. You can wrap it around you for warmth as you bound across the cold moons of Jaglan Beta. You can lie on it and on the brilliant marble sanded beaches of Centrigenus Five, inhaling the heavy sea heady sea vapors. You could sleep under it beneath the stars which shine so redly on the desert world of Cacrafoon. Use it to sail a mini raft down the slow heavy river moth. With it for use to hand to hand combat. Wrap it around your head to ward off the not not ward off noxious fumes, or to avoid the gaze of the ravenous bug bladder beast of Troll. Such a <laughs> mind numbingly such a mind bogglingly stupid animal, it assumes that if you can't see it, it can't see you. You can wave your <laughs> You can wave your towel in emergencies as a distress signal, and of course, dry yourself off with it if it is still seems to be clean enough afterwards. Well there you go. So and it, so in celebration of Tal Day, tell uh, tell the f- listeners what they're going to get tonight. Right after turn up the night, you are going to get our annual special presentation of the BBC Radio ver- Radio uh, Phonics Workshop version of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, the primary and second phase, secondary phase. So the first, the, the the original two, because these were basically released made back to back. Yeah, they didn't make they didn't make the rest of them for like twenty years, mm-hmm. and um, so I was like eighteen when they started releasing the new versions, or yeah. not versions, but and and how how long does this run? Because uh, again, you uh, you're okay if you want to keep running additional episodes into the wee hours, you can, but you are also going to run some tomorrow uh, on uh, Saturday, correct? Uh, yes, if 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 people can't make it through the, through tonight, uh, we will run. Uh, if I see like zero listen or one listener, which is going to be me, then I'll just we'll just pull the plug and we will do it tomorrow. 
in lieu of Midnight Sun because tomorrow I can stay up as late as I want playing and, Talisman with you. Yeah, and not only that, but you can go ahead and uh, load up the sci-fi double feature for this week with episodes uh, so people can get a taste of it if they can't hear it tonight or tomorrow. That is a brilliant idea because I was so. going to say I could do the sci-fi double feature this weekend since I'm off on Sunday. Bingo. So there you go. And uh, going to hear Resistor Sisters tomorrow, right? Yeah, yeah. Resistor Sisters will play <laughs> at 3 p.m. Eastern every Saturday, which I assume you've Guys, listened to every Saturday, right? No, I'm nudging you all. Please know mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. 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 Too that here, here's what? the thing: is that tonight? <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> tonight we are going to out geek geek and sundry because what is geek and sundry doing on tall day? Gather your goth. What's nerdy about being no? Goth? God, get out of town. <laughs> so uh, anyway, people in the chat room still. I'm trying to do Mad Libs tonight, so I need your adjectives right now. Well, we've only got Tim and Jay Colley, uh in Moonmare pitching them out there so we need more folks um but yeah so adam very excited about this this is what how many years have we done towel day now uh three or four oh, gee uh four i think four yeah i think so that's true that's true and i see all my bowl busting i'm sorry see it's and true. now these new uh, now these newcomers these resistor sisters are like these fuck your these tradition young, young turks what Ooh. oh what I meant Young Turks, like, in, not as in Jank Uger, but as in, you know, like, Young Upstarts. Really? I, uh, <laughs> I, did you hear me cross my arms, my friend? I did. No, I just, I just, heard, I just heard the reaction. I just, I was just going to say rabble rousers myself. Well, I'm, I, 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 that was my fault. I, I deserve, I'm, a, I'm a crummy critter. I'm not in the other room. Uh, Did I just hear Sue say I'm not in the other room? She said, "She said uh, you're talking about me like I'm not even in the other room." <laughs> so, I'm just, we're just kidding. It's a shtick. It's a shtick. But anyway, sticker. Don't hate me. Nobody hates anybody here, and if they do, there's no hate. There's no things. hate. I'm what? sitting on a towel right now. She's sitting. She, she there's a towel right there. Susan has a towel. So <laughs> anyway, yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, on that note, thank you, Adam, for running Towel Day once again for us. So sorry to Resistor Sisters, which the their their glares just piercing my soul. Um, so <laughs> tomorrow, three o'clock. It's tomorrow, okay. three o'clock. It's okay. <laughs> You'll be awake. I swear to God. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, we're going to go ahead and get to our, our story here. Uh, but, yeah, keep the uh, adjectives coming in the chat. And, by the way, Adam, this is a story. And and this is uh, – I, I want to put this out there right now. I know you live with your folks, and I don't slight you at all because I know your situation and everything. And But I'm, I'm going to play this story of this millennial by the name of Michael Rotondo. Right? This is the guy who lives with his parents, refuses to get a job, has a child who's been denied custody of his child. Wonder why. And yeah, wonder why. Um, you know, has not worked at all in his life, from what I understand. And his parents had to sue him to get him to leave the house because he was contributing nothing. So I don't the the, the premise of me playing this isn't that he lives with his parents. 
if he lived with anybody, you know, if he if if he was you know with his spouse and contributed nothing, or you know, it, or his roommates and contributed nothing, that doesn't have anything to do with anything really. So I don't want to try and shame you or anybody else who who lives with their folks. And again. Ever all the time I've known you, you've worked when you weren't in school, and you worked when you were in school. So, mm-hmm. uh, but this guy, this guy, and his excuses are just m- monumentally mind-numbing. So this is Brooke Baldwin, and the guy, by the way, and, and Rain. I don't know. Did you happen to see him talking to reporters outside the court? Jimmy Kimmel played this on his show. He played. I missed that. Oh my God, the guy has long hair. He has like hair probably down down to like the middle of his back, and he's talking to these court, you know the reporters outside the the, the courtroom, and they're like, are, "Are you gonna peel this, Michael? Or what are you gonna do?" And the whole time he's talking to them, he's pulling his hair back into a ponytail, like just awkwardly oh, and weird, God. and then reaches into his pocket and pulls out a hair tie and just keeps pushing it back and can't answer a, a straight question. It was the most awkward, crazy thing in the world. So, so he's a pompous asshole. Yeah, he's a pompous asshole. But yeah, so this is uh, part one, Brooke Baldwin on CNN with Michael Rotondo, the guy who just couldn't take a hint. Eight years of free room and board is long enough. That is the feeling of an upstate New York couple who's been trying to kick their 30-year-old son, Michael Rotondo, out of their house. As incentive, they gave him money to get started. They even sent him several letters to vacate, but the son says he was not given enough notice. Uh, Michael has a young son himself who he lost custody of within the last year. And now these parents have actually gone to the courts. And the verdict is that the judge evicted him and i had a chance to speak with michael moments ago here's our conversation michael welcome hi 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 uh hi so let me me, me start with you're 30 uh right the simplest question do you not want to find your own place no why not i don't want to live there anymore (laughs) i you don't want to live with your parents no um no uh, it's not. It's it's very Hi. tense. It's very awkward. It's. Uh, Hi. We have to. Um, you know, we no. share space, which you know may be the case with with uh, where I would find myself afterwards. But um, I I prefer to get out. Would you now? Don't sound so adam. <laughs> don't sound so uh, adamant, there, fella. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> But yeah, so uh, okay. First of all, wildly socially awkward. Can't even do you know a simple interview. Oh hi, hi, hi. Don't do. Don't you want your own place? No, I want to get out. Wait, what? Oh, so yeah. So it was rough going. Other. I'm still amazed. Like, yeah, no, I don't want to find a new place, but it's really awkward living with my parents. Yeah. Oh well, you know. I mean, the the thing the thing is the the picture really doesn't start to take shape until a couple more clips in. And this next one here is is like you know that they're saying okay you gotta go you gotta go anyway I'll, I'll just let it speak for itself. I, I, I this guy is just a nutbag. It's my understanding you've lived you know at your parents' house rent free for eight years and I know. You do your own laundry, you buy your own food, but they asked you five <laughs> times, 
please move out. Why couldn't you guys resolve this without the court? I would consider uh, much of uh, what they were doing to try to get me out as a tax. A tax? And what I was trying to, I was just, uh, you know, res- mm. trying to preserve, uh, well, trying to do what's best for me, which is just, you oh. know, let's try to be a little oh, more reasonable. Yeah, and oh, 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 no, get out of town. You were trying to do what was best for you? <laughs> yeah. Is no. that a shocker? Tax thing. I hope you return to Bob with this. But. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, let, let, let's finish the clip and then uh, we'll give it to Bob. I'll leave. I don't like living here, um, but I need you know I need reasonable time. And uh, as an example of this, the first um, notice that I received, the February second notice, was basically, you have 14 days before you're outside in the winter weather. So the first thing I did when I got that was I. Uh, I tried to. I made sure that that wasn't going to happen. I, I contacted the police department. I said, "Is this something that's you know that this could happen?" And they're like, "No, you can. You just call us. That they can't do that." And I said, "All right." And I was like, "All right." Okay. Cool story, man. That's a cool story. It's the coolest fucking story I've ever heard in my entire life. That's insane. <laughs> can I hear it again? Do you have time? No, none of us have time. Uh, but Bobber, Bobber, what were, what were you gonna say? Even, even Brooke Baldwin didn't have time. No, <laughs> I, I actually, I, I didn't, I didn't have anything lined up to say. Um, oh. Did I confuse somebody here? Well, no, I tossed it to you because there's a certain brother-in-law that I have. Oh well, are you talking about my oldest brother? Yes. Yes. Um, yes. And that whole idea, like, oh, it's a tax. They're and, attacking you know, me. This guy didn't want to pay the tax. Your parents, here's the thing. Bob has a brother. Is it okay if I talk about this? Yeah, it's fine. Bob is a brother who lives with his father. And before Bob's mom passed away, he lived there. And he is a libertarian. Yeah. Big time. And the thing is, is that Bob's parents never said you have to get out. Because Mm -hmm. his brother helped out around the house. (laughs) I have a very strong feeling that this dude... With this long, glorious hair, which wasn't, you know, like Fabio blonde, but... No, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it needed some cream rinse. Um, some? Well, <laughs> there was that. About a gallon! I that his, his parents were like, you're not helping out, dude. Yeah, you gotta well... You got to get out. I, you and know, the and that I, these parents mm-hmm. took him to court a couple of times and said, you have to leave. That's really weird. I mean... And, and Adam, his his two accomplishments he he's had since he's lived with his parents was doing his own laundry and buying his own food. <clears throat> Nothing about. I was, I, n- I was questioning whether that was actually happening. It, yeah, really, <laughs> really. He, he he got his mother doing his streaky, yeah. you know, tidy whities when he's well thirty and years I, old. And I know for a fact, you know, Adam, you you know, you cut the grass, you you do, you know, you cook meals for the entire family, wash dishes, clean the kitchen, you know, do other stuff. Uh, so, and the key here too, Adam, is you've pretty much always been gainfully employed, and you don't have a kid that you've been told you can't see. <laughs> Yeah, my, my my oldest brother he lost Thank the maker. Yeah, <laughs> but, my oldest brother lost his job up in New York, and that's why he, he finally moved down and moved in with him. Mm-hmm. But yeah, my mother was um, somewhat disabled, uh, yeah, from cancer and a stroke, 
And so, you know, he would help with, with uh, you know, driving him, driving him around, uh, carry, helping him in, in and out of the car and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. And, he, he, of course, he's vegan, so he's buying his own food. And well, that, uh, yeah, that sounds a lot different than this guy, this Rotunda. Bob's brother is not a millennial, by the way. Yeah, yeah he's, he's actually, he just officially went from unemployed to retired at, at 65 he decided to just go ahead and mm-hmm. take social security well and, and like you said he was employed and then you know and you know maybe it wasn't for uh you know perfect reasons but you know he, it sounds like he went and he helped uh when family was sick so so that's good but this guy this mm-hmm. rotondo guy you know pales in comparison to you know what you know again what i said about adam and what you said about your brother here so um it's uh just so insulting <laughs> just uh, 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 you know well you know well hold on there there's it's really it really is insulting because there's so we're talking we're talking about adam which when we talk about adam we're talking with we're adam. talking with yeah we're discussing yes. this um and we're talking about bob's brother who, you know, these are really kind of, they're different situations. This guy is 30. He's freaking 30. Yeah. And his parents are like, please. Floating the bill for can everything. You, can you leave? Well, and, and another is, thing, is, too. Is the time you grew up and, and, and moved out? How well, is it? I don't think so. Don't how think is it? Or, or just grew know. up and get a job. You know, just I mean, he, he won't basic job. just a just a job. I mean, you know, and they're saying, oh, well, he buys his own food. How? <laughs> to me, it doesn't sound like he does. Um, this whole I think story he's, is he's, very strange to me. I think yeah. he's foraging for it, really. <laughs> maybe. Maybe he's a forager. But no, but, uh, you know, and he forages at the local grocery store until they <laughs> they, they, they run him out because he's stuffed his pockets full. Yeah. yeah. He or is he or and just taste the little samples or is he time. scamming the government but anyway let me let me get to this next one because th- this is where i want adam to chime in uh after this clip because this is a, a about listen to this this is uh, this is about his employment history and um I'm, I'm listening to you I, I really am but let me just understand because I, I hear you and your parents giving you notices the fact that you were on national television talking about moving out of your parents house you tell me you want right. to move out of your parents house why don't right. you just move out of your parents house like tomorrow <laughs> yeah. uh, i don't have the means to do that tomorrow okay so. do you have a job uh no are you trying to get a job because I, I read that one of the things your parents asked of you there are jobs available even for those with a poor work history like you get one Oof. you have to work are you working on that uh i have um i have plans to be able to provide myself plans. with the income i need to support myself but it's not something that's going to uh come together uh tomorrow so no, drug running never does i'm uh, God. i'm doing i'm trying to do what's best for me and um obviously you know i do want to leave and i want to leave as soon as possible but you know it's not it's not tomorrow i i don't think it should have to be tomorrow and uh oh. but and, you want it to be tomorrow it just isn't tomorrow because you don't have the means right. yet to make it tomorrow here here's the next thing right 
Well, so Adam, when I when I heard that, and they're like, even for somebody with a poor employment history, they could get a job. So this guy obviously has never held down a job for more than a week or two tops. But it, to me, Adam, the, what I'm thinking is that his plan to get out is he probably has some kind of highfalutin concept that you know he's going to get rich quick on the internet or something like that, and. <clears throat> You know, he just needs time and needs some seed money, and you know, doesn't he's, it kind of sound like that? Set up that GoFundMe page, you know. The, yeah, yeah. Help, so help me move out of my parents' house. Yeah, doesn't doesn't it kind of sound uh, that that way, Adam? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't sound like he has a real plan. I mean, you know, what I've been doing is, I because I'm I work for a. a uh, Unappropriated funds organization through the DOD. Yes, and I'm always just looking for you know looking for full time positions in this company. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm trying. I'm, I'm working on a promotion, but for now, I'll be happy to just have you know, you know the the status. I mean, sure, you've done a lot. You've done uh, several interviews for out of state positions uh, just this mm-hmm. year alone. So, you know, and you know, I'm, obviously I'm putting in for another position that just opened up. Uh, yeah, in, in at Fort Bragg. Yeah, and obviously in this climate, there are a lot of people lining up for those jobs, so this competition is stiff. But no matter what, you're keeping your current position. Uh, whereas this guy has never had a position. <laughs> yes. Can can I just ask Adam a question? Uh huh. Of course. Certainly. God's honest truth. I mean, your parents. You live with your parents, and I don't think there's any shame with anybody living Not with their all. parents. But I'm going to assume that your parents know that you've got a job, you're doing your best, you're trying to do better, you're trying to strike it out on your own. It's, am, I, am I correct in assuming that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. They you know, compare you know. that to this guy. Mm-hmm. And quite honestly, I know I'm kind of stuttering now. But quite honestly, what Kenny just said about, you know, you thinking that he's going to hit hit the jackpot and hit the, you know, find that one thing that's going to make him a millionaire. Bob, this is what? why I brought up. Oh, uh, well, yeah, my brother Don lived in a fan- fantasy world where t- t- he, you know, he just, he he's like extreme libertarian. or Oh, the was. libertarian island. Yes. I remember this. Yes. You talked about this before. Yes, there's. I mean, when I first heard this story, I did think of my brother-in-law. I didn't think of of you, Adam, at all, because I know Adam. You know, you're a guy out there just doing what you got to do, and your situation is that you live with your parents, and I don't feel like there's anything wrong with people living with their oh, no, parents. No, no, we're, we're on the record until until the parents say you need to get out. Yeah, because he's never cool. worked. He has a kid he can't take care of, and they're like, "Okay, we're gonna sue you to get you out of the house because we've told you a gazillion times." So, uh, I just I, I didn't yeah. need to like bring it all over the place, but no, no that's just, fine. This guy does remind me of, of yeah my brother-in-law. But uh, I think sorry, the, the big sorry, difference. Bob. I think the big sorry. difference, though, is that Bob's brother actually worked. <laughs> this guy's never worked. So well, actually, I, I, what we've been talking is a little research. He he worked for Best Buy, and get, got fired eight eight years ago for refusing to work on Saturdays. And oh, so now okay. he's got a lot. 
So, so his his big cash in thing is he's he's trying to sue Best Buy for firing him and wrongful termination for for not working on Saturdays. Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so he really is a libertarian. And so the other thing he, he says he, the reason he he can't move out right away is because he needs boxes to pack his stuff up mm-hmm. and he can't afford the boxes. Oh come on, man! He's telling me you can't afford the boxes, and that's, but if you had the boxes, then you'd be able to move out because uh, you know where I don't know where he's going to move to, but at least you know he'd have boxes. Maybe he needs he the boxes to live in. You, know, you remember the, the you remember that that bridge. guy who who was running in New York for mayor or I don't know or maybe yeah, government rents, uh, rents rents too damn boxes too damn high. <laughs> 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 anyway, uh, well, I, we're going to run over in this segment. We already have. I still have more audio clips, so basically, we're going to have to condense the uh, 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 bust through the next few clips from this. Um, no, I'm going to go to the last one. I'm going to go to the last one because this is the real zinger of the whole thing as, yeah, this guy that what he says at the end, because Brooke Baldwin dare says he's a millennial because millennials were born at a certain time. And when you're 30 years old in the year is 2018, you're a millennial in this is when things true. just took a it's real true. fucking. I'm fifty, and if I yeah. had given birth to a child when I was twenty, it would have been a millennial. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So here we go, Brooke Baldwin in the last clip here with uh, uh, Michael Rotondo, and I just want to tell uh, the Trump cult you should be so proud, so proud of of your millennials. My heart goes out to you on on the custody issue. Mine doesn't. Uh, sure, but the, sure. Yeah, the the last the last get a job, this, the Michael. And this is really my last question. There are a lot of people who have read about your story. And the, the thought bubble is what is up with this millennial generation that you guys seem so entitled. What would you say to, to those critics? I would say that I'm really not uh, a member of that of that demographic that they're speaking to, of that group. I'm a very conservative person. The millennials oh. that they're speaking to are very liberal in their oh. ideology. Um, but you're 30, so technically, I think you are part of the millennial generation. I don't think there's a delineation right. between. You're you're right. Um, but uh, when people speak to the millennials uh, and their and the um, their general nature as a millennial, general they speak to nature more as a millennial. In my opinion, so, do you do, do you okay. disagree? Um, I don't think uh, it's for me to disagree. I think a millennial is a millennial is a millennial based upon the, the year that you were born. Okay. But I think it's totally your opinion to say, you know, that that doesn't uh, uh, apply to me. And and with that, Michael Rotondo, I appreciate you coming on. I truly wish you the best of luck. And, and I am a millennial. And, well, yes, there it is, Michael. Right. <clears throat> Welcome. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> that was an awkward ending. <laughs> you know, not at all. I not at all. So, but no. I, here we go. This is what I wanted to do all along. I am a millennial. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Where he finally admitted. He finally admitted it. But so, Adam. Not only is he a, a millennial, but he is. I'm a very conservative person. So conservatives don't like to work. Huh. That that's what I get out of it. 
Right. Well, we know that's why Schittler wants to be in the White House. It's a vacation oh, yeah. for him. Yeah, a paid I, vacation. I mean, th- this guy's story pretty much mirrors Donald Trump's. You know, he, he lived with his parents until they got sick of him, sent him off to military school, uh, got him out of the draft, gave him a small loan of a million dollars, and here he is, this sick bastard in the White House, the awful Oval Office. The awful Oval Office. Yeah. So awful office. Awful. I like awful office as well. Yes, you know. You're rotten. welcome. You can use that whenever you want. Well, I I actually mentioned that uh, last show and earlier tonight. So, but oh, I'm, I'm sorry. A, I didn't realize you beat I'm, me to the joke. I'm okay. That's that's good. That's good. But yeah, seriously, Adam. I, I'm a conserv. I'm a very conservative person. Yeah, having a child, it. having a child out of wedlock, never oh, having God. a job to pay for it. And um, not contributing anything to the household and with which you live. I'm a very conservative person. <laughs> I'm looking out for number one. I guess it's true because it really that's what conservatives think. Joe is like you know they're just always like I want to do what's best for me. I got mine. You get yours. Even if it does come at the cost of my family paying for me for everything I do. I'm betting he has one book on his shelf. And it's Atlas Shrugged. <laughs> I kind of had a feeling that you were going to say that. Oh, uh, yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, so. Uh, I really would like to talk to the, I, I would love an interview with the parents. I really would. I'm not trying to blame the parents, but. Yeah. Are they conservative? Are they liberal? Well, who knows? I think, I, mean, they, I think they're just people that want to get on with their lives. Yeah. <laughs> you, they didn't think they were going to be stuck with this kid till he was ninety. Yeah, I mean these these are probably people. Um, sorry, I'm coughing. Pop- it's okay. Here, I'll play. I'll play this while you're coughing. Yes, at first I was happy to be learning how to read. It seemed exciting and magical. But then I read this, Atlas Shrugged by Ayn Rand. I read every last word of this garbage, and because of this piece of sh- I'm never reading again. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Thank you. But I'm kind of figuring, like, if he's 30, his, his parents are probably 55, maybe 60. Uh, and, yeah, yeah, 50, 50 to 60, I'm sure. You know, they're probably like, look, we're getting ready to retire. Dude. We want a den. <laughs> <laughs> Stop masturbating in our basement. Yeah. So, but yeah, but yeah, again, you know. That was gross. Oh, no, it's okay. Uh, it's Lisa, you, you didn't say right? penis. Don't say penis in this house! Just don't spell C-U-M on the show and we'll be fine, just like Publix. So, uh, but anyway, we really don't have a lot more time to spend on this. I, I just thought the, the big, the greatest punchline from this uh, of all time is don't work, don't take care of my child, leech off of my family. I'm a very conservative person. Thank you. Thank you for defining it. So... But we're we're super 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 over right now. We're only going to have time to to do the uh, Mad Libs when we come back. But yeah, um, why did he go on TV with these interviews? My God, <laughs> Jesus! Don't have money. Don't have a job. He's an idiot. Can't take care of my pa- my my family. And I have no shame. 
He must have used Shamex, Joe. <laughs> I think he was. I think he was trying <laughs> Shamex. I think he was tr- trying the George Costanza. You know the. Oh my God! What, whatever yes. your whatever your instincts tell you, do the opposite. Yeah, because nothing else was working. I so, guess so. Remember that George Costanza did that, and he yeah. told the girl he met in the in the diner. He says, "I'm I'm 30 years old and I don't have a job and I live with my parents." And she goes, "I love you." <laughs> wow. He ended up working for the Yankees. Oh, that's right. That's right. God, yes. So, all right. All right. We got to run to the break so we can do Mad Libs and everything. And, uh, but yeah, this guy, seriously. Rotondo. Yeah. Rotondo is beyond redemption. (laughs) First of all, get some some self-pride first. In in a scrunchie. (laughs) Yeah. And and some rubber bands for your ponytail, and go get a job. Well, that's what the scrunchies for. Rubber bands that get all tangled. I know oh, okay. I've done it. So, uh, but anyway, yeah, everybody go watch the Jimmy Kimmel video. It, the the uh, it wouldn't translate well to audio, but it, watching him play with his ponytail during the interview, oh my god, it was so embarrassing. Does he tie it up on a, as a bun on top? He of doesn't do like, the man bun. He doesn't do the millennial the mullet. Bun. He doesn't do the millennial mullet. No. So, um, I did see a man bun on the train today. Millennial mullet. That's what we call man buns now. I like that. I think that might be a Michelle Wolf joke. I'm not sure. But anyway, break time. Gotta do it. We'll be right back with Mad Libs. Very abbreviated final segment on the show. The only time I think I've ever been able to understand myself was on Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Then things were really clear. Atomic fire. 
listening to Indie Media Weekly. I am Michelle Lagon. I am Miles Lagon. We both are co-hosts of Mike Check Radio, along with host Adam Hebert. I'm a little bit D&D. I'm a little bit Star Wars. Together with Adam, we cover politics and most things in the nerd universe. Join us on Saturdays from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern here on Indie Media Weekly. All the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Lake Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Enterprise. Thank you, Scranton. And thank you, Washington, D.C. Twice! And uh, wherever in upstate New York that, that guy's folks decided to uh, sue him. <laughs> get, just get a job. Seriously, the guy, that guy to me just seems like somebody who's just too special and precious to get a job in, I don't know, the service industry. That's where I got my first job. I'm still arguably in the service industry right now. I'm just kind of behind the scenes guy, you know. I mean, it, really, something. just too good for anything. <laughs> Fancy Joe, pants, ponytail Adam, boy. Bob, they asked him to leave. They had to take him to court. Yeah. And they are his parents. That is the part that blows me away. Well, yeah. Parents don't like to do that stuff. Well, and uh, this some is of the our, this is our boy. This is our son. Some of the audio that uh, I, I I didn't get to play. He, the, uh, Brooke Baldwin asked, uh, you know, aren't you? These are your only parents. Aren't you going to try and you know mend fences? And he's like, no, no. I just yeah. want to do what's best for me. So it was it was fucked. But anyway, I, so. So uh, we're very short on time, but of course, welcome back. Rain, Bob, Joe, and Adam, are you guys ready to help me finish these goddamn Mad Libs on Tal Day of all days? Yes. Yes. All right, here we go. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad, get Mad Libs. Oh, God bless Mad Libs. All right, God bless Mad Libs indeed. Or Satan curse them. I'm not sure. Uh, Adam, uh, we'll go alphabetical order tonight. So, uh, Mr. Hebert, a verb ending in I-N-G. Don't be afraid to make it dirty. <laughs> well, what the hell? Let's go, let's go straight. Let's go, let's go dirty. Fucking. <laughs> All right, let's get straight to fucking. On turn up the night, <laughs> and uh, oops, I left out a noun. So, Bobber, I need a noun for this one. A noun, a dildo. All right. What? Oh, I got a joke for you. Do you know what you call a frozen dildo? A childo. God. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that sounds delightful on a hot summer day. Sure, it could be good, <laughs> especially if you pulled a wow. muscle and if if you if you pulled something doing kegels, chill though might come in just handy for that. Um, just don't try to get one at a Publix. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they'll they'll just sell you dill. That's right. Or or dough. <laughs> That's right. But they won't sell you dill dough. 
but you can buy dill and dough separately. Or you can prick your finger, but you can't finger your. Never mind. Yeah. Oh my. God. All right. Oh. Oh my. I'm, I'm gonna write. Goodness. I'm gonna write a Broadway play waiting for a dildo. Oh my goodness. Oh nice. <laughs> that sounds oh. good. Well played, Adam. I okay. see what you did there, Adam. So. I thank you. Yeah. All right, Joe. I need a verb, please. <laughs> Dildoed. <laughs> does it? Does that count, Judge? Uh, I'll, I don't. We don't have much time, so I don't have much time to argue. So it's good. Rain, part of the body, plural. Uh, vagina. Uh, Singular. Okay, vaginas. Yeah, vaginas is fine. Vaginas. Uh, vaginas. How about vaginas? Vaginas. So balls. Let's go with balls. Uh, no, I, I already wrote down vaginas. If okay, it I comes up again, you can use bowls for the next one. Um, Adam, an adverb for Adam. Adverb. Describing, um, describing a verb. Sortedly. Sortedly. I like it. Um, Bobber, I forgot a verb in this one, so I need a verb from you. A verb. Um, fisting. Just fist. Just singular. Just not ing. Just fist. Um, oh, Joe. Uh, Joe, an adverb. Um, after fisting, I don't know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Solemnly. So, oh, okay. Solemn fisting. That's Solemn the fisting. <laughs> that's the name of my new band. <laughs> <laughs> that was my With nickname. Grim determination. Uh, yeah, that was <laughs> my solemn. Solemn Fister was Sol- Joe's nickname in high school. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to do this, but since you asked nicely, Solomon was quite a mister. <laughs> uh, well, this really went off the rails. Yeah, it did. Kristen didn't even kiss her. Oh my god. <laughs> Rain, Rain, here's your here's your opportunity. Plural noun. Plural noun. Oh, good lord. Did you um, want bowls? Yeah, let's go with bowls. Bowls. Okay. Yeah, B-A-W-L-Z. B-A-W-L-Z. Yes. Hey, Polly Walnuts. <laughs> Polly Walnuts with his bowls. <laughs> what is bowls? Oh, yeah, that's a wolf and a He's the, they, Everybody calls him the solemn fister. Um... <laughs> Jesus Christ, where do we leave? Adam, adverb again. Oh, Lord. Adam, another adverb, please. Another adverb. Uh, quickly. All right. And, um, Bobber, you get the last one. Part of the body. Taint. I knew it. I, I said it in my mind before you did. I was like, he's going to say taint. And he said taint. Put the word into my mind. That's my perennial right, SP. We're, we're in a filthy mood on a Friday night. We are. We are. All right. Hey, here we go. We got him. We got him here. You don't have so. to read it. It was funny enough just with the words. Oh, no. You didn't hear what the chat had to say. All right. Oh, oh man. Okay. So we're gonna go with uh, this is from uh, um, Mad Libs Go Greek. 
adult Mad Libs. Go Greek. All Lit. right, let's get straight. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, that button's right next to the... That, yeah, straight to the biscuits. Uh, I don't know. All right, this is from uh, uh, Mad Libs Go Greek. Adult Mad Libs, world's greatest party game. Movie Madness. Uh, is Greek life as wild and crushed as it is in classic films? Put on these unfair movies in the DVD and player and find out. One, Animal Airhead. In this movie, a fraternity full of preppy bulls tries to get <laughs> another fraternity solemnly kicked off campus. <laughs> <laughs> Two. They have little like little alligators tattooed on them. Yeah, yeah. Um, two. Revenge of the Wimps. <laughs> Revenge of the Wimps. When the brazen jocks of the Alpha Beta fraternity accidentally burn down their frat man baby. <laughs> They took take over a dorm full of generic nerds. The nerds quickly fight back by forming their own clown. And as soon as the Russians are turned, <laughs> and soon the Russians are turned. Sorry. <laughs> and then uh, here's the uh, three. Always the Russians. Yes. <laughs> and soon the Russians are turned. And of course, yes. you know what that means when the Russians are turned. Horus chuckled gleefully. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And uh, three, Legally Ravenous. In this comedy, a sorority shitbag follows her ex to law school in an attempt to win back his taint. (laughs) I I sure hope that shitbag can win back her taint. That's a documentary on PBS. Uh, yeah. Yeah. A, a very special after school. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you watch closely, the shitbag is following her ex to law school <laughs> in an attempt to win back his taint. <laughs> <laughs> only on PBS. special. Yeah. I do like doing uh, only on PBS. Um, all right, so uh, last one, uh, number four, old school. Three grown scoops try and relive their college days by starting their own slimy fraternity. Right. That one was kind of lame. Nothing like the shitbag trying to win back the taint of her lover. Um, <laughs> all right, this is uh, the ultimate tailgate recipe. I'm sure this won't be disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> It already sounds very delicious. It's we tailgate it on, a, on a recipe of the Indie Media Weekly page. Yeah, and then uh, you, you'll be surprised how much of the, the recipe finished recipe you eat. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. <laughs> you ate it, Ralph. Yeah. Uh, so here we go. It's tailgate time. Get ready to host a sulfurous pre-game, pre-game party. <laughs> I'm sure there's probably been a lot of sulfurous pre-game parties out there. Um, and uh, here's how. Set up a camp in the stadium. I'm sorry. Set up a camp in the stadium fucking lot. <laughs> uh, a pickup dildo or SUV is recommended for serving the creepy food and drinks. What? 
Yeah, a pickup dildo. You know, pickup dildo or SUV. Or SUV. <laughs> Yeah, you don't want to know what SUV stands for in this either. Um, uh, next step: fire up the grill, put on some demons, and give them plenty of time to fist. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. Well, okay. You need time. You need time. Oh, oops! I've accidentally replicate. I've accidentally replicated one of the words from the prior one. Um, but it's okay. Um, while you wait for your shit bag to cook, pop open a can of ice cold toe jam and toss a pagan or, and toss a pagan around with your buddies. <laughs> hey! 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 Good toe jam. Hey! I'm thinking of the pagan. Hey! Oh, stop! Hey! Stop! Toss me around! Hey! Come on! Stop, guys! <laughs> Meanwhile, me and Bob are like toe jam. Hmm. That's a nice hop scent. Ice cold toe jam. Think about it. It's a little bit of malt. Yeah. It's naturally fermented. All right. So here's here's the second recurrence of uh, a form of the word dildo. Once the food is dildoed, cooked. (laughs) It maybe should be dildoly cooked. Dildoly cooked. Serve your burgers and traders alongside a scum salad and crispy potato losers. Oh. Wow, Here's this the, sounds like a bunch of sour stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, very savory meal there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, last step. When all your guests have stuffed. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. When all your guests have stuffed their vajinas. Jesus. (laughs) And had a few few Santorums to drink. (laughs) You You should be all fired up and ready to sordidly cheer your rotten team to victory. There you go. Wait. Are we done? Because when we talk about team, I think we're talking about vaginas. Um. Well. It's so gross. It's a tailgate recipe. You stuff your vagina, have a few Santorums, and you'll be all fired up and ready to sordidly cheer your rotten team to victory. <laughs> That's it. Wow. It's disgusting. That's it, folks. This is what you've wrought. <laughs> I, no. I just want to be clear uh, in Mad Libs. I just write and read. <laughs> <laughs> this might be the most disgusting Mad Libs that we've ever done. Could be. It's Could close. Be. Sometimes I encourage. It's close. Or, or perhaps kibitz. Kibitz. It's it's very close. It's been so very close. Where are we stuffing things? It's almost as bad as Ted Cruz's uh, robe. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah it's oh. pretty gross. It's just everything. Sticky. Everything should be paisley robes. Like some kind of strange, yeah. funky fetish. I understand. Thank- he used to take it off. He used to stand it in a corner by itself. Thank you for getting straight to the fucking Adam. I appreciate that. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> Susan, what what were? I just wanted to say pickup dildo is a lot like pickup football, only oh. with dildos. Oh, pickup football. Okay. Uh, pickup dildos. Is, I, I thought it was like, I thought it was a dildo with a flatbed on it. I thought it was. <laughs> I'm 
I was thinking, so, you know, like pick up sticks, but with dildos. Oh, well, pick up sticks, uh, but yeah, with but dildos. Pick up sticks are, are pointy pick and they're pick up painful. football. Pick up football. What about is that like dildos, tag tag football? Dildos, you have to yeah, sla- no. you got to slap somebody on the arm with a dildo. Instead of tackle, I was on thinking them. more of a dildo with a handle on it. Dildo with a handle. See, that's practical, yeah. Joe. I like the way you think. Yes. Yeah, so you can hang so, on. Hang on. Oh, Hang on. Man, I'm telling you, this whole show tonight. Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> I've come to talk to you again. Just so everybody knows, there's not going to. Talking about dildos. Some of them have handles. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and the pickup. Is it a Pick game up. or is it a truck? What the fuck? <laughs> What the fuck? It's the sound of Mad Libs. It could be one of those things you, you know, that you, you grab things on a high shelf with. Yeah, it's just a little, you know, yeah, yeah sure. Just a little thicker. Uh huh. <laughs> a, a little thicker, a little wobblier. Wobblier. <laughs> All right, we got to wrap things up. It's towel day. It's towel day, everybody. We got we got to end things. So uh, thank you. And we missed out. There's a story we have to talk about on Tuesday. Um, the ZT, uh, not the ZTE, the uh, the black um, black cube. Black box. Black, black cube. cube. Yes. Black cube. Yeah. yeah, that's a really big story. I'm glad it's getting coverage tonight. Well, and yeah, and well, Tuesday it'll be bigger. Yeah, and, you know, by Tuesday, we'll actually be able to go and watch Richard Engel's full report uh, on this. So that, that'll be good. So anyway, let's do parting shots right now. Uh, we'll go alphabetically for that, too. Adam, what do you got on the way out, buddy? Uh, Mike Check Radio tomorrow. And uh, I, I have a quality thought from anime voice actor Mary Elizabeth McGlynn regarding the, the tragic canning, shit canning of the summit. Um, quote, I'll be starting a new cryptocurrency with the unused commemorative coins called shit coins. DM me for deets. Nice. Nice. Oh, I forgot to mention that too. I, I had the, I don't know if anybody saw my little compare and contrast. Uh, I had a picture of the Nobel peace prize and it said Nobel peace prize. And then I had a picture of the commemorative coin and it said consolation prize. That'll be the, sh- <laughs> well, that'll I be, also, I also that'll be the show art for end. tonight. Sorry. Yeah, I also got in the action. I did like uh, the Captain America so meme as a so. You thought Donald Trump was going to win the Nobel Peace Prize? (laughs) Cool story, bro. Uh, Yeah, very good. And of course, Tal Day tonight. Um, Starting uh, as soon as the show is done, there might be one or two songs, but Adam will have that queued up and ready to go. Listen to it, Um, Douglas Adams. Yes, Hitchhiker's Guide. You will Plug laugh it. your ass off. You'll need to order a spare ass. That's good. So, uh, yeah, stick around for that. And, um, of course, uh, Bobber, the Braumeister. What do you got on the way out, buddy? I uh, just, uh, everybody have a great three day weekend. If you if you get a three day weekend, if you get Monday off, um, you know, and. Take some time, enjoy the the, the spring t- going into into summer, and try not to let uh, you know, the asshole in the White House bring you down. Do some grilling and chilling, and don't be illin', right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Joe, what, 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 what oh, he said. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> and Joe, what do you got on the way out, sir? Well, if you don't have enough uh, reason to hate. 
Republican Representative Dana Rohrbacker. Oh, God, that Russian asshole. Yes. Well, he just lost the support of a national realtors group after he said that they should be allowed to refuse to sell houses to lesbians and gay people. Yes. Oh, so he's towing the Kremlin line. Look at that. So there you go. Yeah, if you didn't have enough uh, reason to hate the guy, hate him even more. I dig it. Be I my dig guest. It. Yes. Uh, yes. All right. Rain, uh, you get the final word tonight on the program. Final word tonight is that as of 12 minutes ago, Ireland has voted 68 to 32% to repeal their abortion ban. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that's I huge. I want to put that out there that, yes, go Ireland. I read where Russian, uh, Russian, <laughs> Irish citizens were flying back yes. from all over the world. Yeah, there were a lot vote. of, yes, yes. So I just want to put that out there. Ireland is a it's a very Catholic country. Yeah. So this is big. This is big. This is huge. And um, you know, last year they voted for gay marriage. And so now they're voting mm-hmm. for you know, to let us women have our rights. Yeah. And so. uh, I'm assuming Yay. we'll have follow up on Tuesday and uh, maybe even on Resistor Sisters as well. That could happen. Episode 18 next week. Um it yeah, and of course, go uh, Ireland. Yeah, go Ireland. Go Irish. Uh, get your shillelagh out. Knock them over the noggin. Uh, whatever. Get your shillelagh out and go have an abortion because you can. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, please stick around. Tal Day uh, coming up uh, right after the program tonight. And of course, we'll be, I'll be on Mike Check Radio tomorrow and the Tim Coromel Show on Sunday. And don't miss Resistor Sisters tomorrow afternoon at 3 p.m. and Sunday afternoon at noon Eastern. Both times, all times Eastern. That's what I. That's the language I speak. Eastern time, um, and uh, in last but not least, I am a millennial. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Oh, I'm kidding. That's all I got, really. Uh, but yeah, uh, stick around. Happy uh, Memorial Day to everybody. Not happy Memorial Day. Enjoy your Memorial Day weekend and spend time with family and friends. And please keep everybody who sacrificed their lives for this country in your thoughts. And um, we'll see everybody on Tuesday. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. <laughs> That's it. Woo! I'm a very conservative person. Chorus chuckled gleefully. <laughs>